What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the I Came With Fire podcast. We have Trent back again from One's Ready. Uh, we have a special treat for you today. We're doing something a little different. Um, I'm sure if you've ever been on the internet, you know what Reddit is. It is the homepage and front page of the internet. Reddit has a subreddit called Am I the Asshole? And what we're going to do today is we are going to go into those. We've picked a couple of them that we think are funny. We're going to read them, and then we're going to discuss if the person is an asshole or not, or kind of how would we relate to that type of thing. But before we get to it, we have a Jesse Carey update from Hiding Something. We had <laughs> we had a fire fan who we now owe stickers to because he found him pretty quick. Um, Jesse Carey is apparently alive and well. Uh, we have a way to try and attempt contact to him, so we will reach out, and I'm not going to promise it, but we're going to try to get him on our show so we can hopefully uh, figure out what he was hiding and what that something was. Um, that'd be kind of neat. So thanks for finding him. We now need uh, all our fire fans to uh, just bother him a whole bunch so he comes on our podcast. So Exactly. Sweet. How you been, Trent? I like tr- <laughs> no, I'm, Trent has I'm, no idea what we're I, talking about. I don't know what you're talking about, and now I'm excited about it, though. Uh, you know, it's like... Other games uh, that we've I'll tell played. you. That's right. I'll tell you real fast. So there's a podcast that I introduced Zach to called Hiding Something Podcast, and there's three seasons of it. And the last season is incredibly cryptic and has all these really weird hidden messages. Like mm-hmm. well after the credits, like you have to spend like five minutes of silence to even hear them. And um, it has to do with like the Illuminati, uh, Stanley Kubrick's movies, all this crazy shit. Yeah. And uh, it's actually really, really good. But highly he teases, highly recommend, he teases like the final episode and then never did it. And it's been years and I couldn't find him. We couldn't find him forever. And we had this whole discussion last time about like, is this like the whole Icarus situation? Did he fly too close to the sun? You know, is, is he gone? Is Jesse Carey gone? But the weird, there's a bunch of weird things about it. Like Ironclad, the company that does a podcast, mm-hmm. they deleted it off of Apple. They don't reference him or his other podcast at all. Um, I don't know. It's just really strange. And, um, but anyway, somebody found him and, uh, but yeah, you should totally listen to that, that podcast and uh, we're going to try to have him on. So yeah. Was he like well, a, a Nick of... Nolte character in the woods? Like you, you show up, he has a shotgun ready for you. <laughs> Get off my land. How did you find right. me? Exactly. <laughs> no, I don't know. He's, he's like, what is he like a older millennial? You know? Yeah. It's just yeah. like in his thirties. That's yeah, pretty old now. I guess yeah. it is. I, I mean, cause I'm 36. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. I'm on the cusp, I mean, right? Like 82 what? is like, I'm kind of like. I'm pretty sure that's the last year for Gen X, isn't it? That's I'm so cool and I hate everybody. I guess. Dude, I'm just going to say, this is not every Gen Xer, but I just want to say something, man. All you Gen Xers say you're the coolest generation, but Gen X is the is the generation that birthed all these Gen Z weirdos. So, your fault. You you know the, to... the problem with Gen <laughs> X is, is Gen X didn't actually have like a real war. They, they, Gen X true. got to talk the talk and it's not their fault. But now they're all like, our lives were harder, and like all the rest of you are soft. It's like, you know, when GWAT kicked off, and all the Gen Xers were like, just like, you know, being instructors and all this other stuff. Not all the Gen Xers jumped on the train to get on that deployment to go do stuff. So it's not your fault, Gen X. I love you, Uh, but also (laughs) like, just shove a sock in it because you don't have a place to talk. 
It's true. I like reminding Gen Xers that when they complain about this generation, it's like you you birthed this generation and raised them. And I'm just going to quote Blink-182 here. If we're fucked up, you're to blame. So just saying. So Gen X, I want you to marinate on that because you need to. So, yeah. Maybe not maybe not Trent, right? But we this the whole point of this episode is to do am I the asshole? So am I the asshole for saying that? I don't think so, but I couldn't I think, think so. of a better person to invite on that this this episode to do am I the asshole with because the level of sarcasm going on there in in that in that bedroom is next level. I can see it already. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like oozing out of the screen. Like it seriously, is. anybody who brings up generational differences is an asshole. Like if you're it's like true. because of this thing, it's like it's like as stupid as racism. Like because of the year I was born, I'm somehow better than the this other person that was born another year automatically. It's the dumbest right. fucking thing that I've ever heard. It is. It's true. So, that's chart. I, I, I hate. Sorry. Oh, you're good. No, I I hate that that phrase. Okay, boomer, because it's just mm-hmm. so dismissive of anything. But at the same time, like if you talk to a lot of boomers, they do say a, a lot of like really out of date crap. Like, right, you, just, you just go wash dishes and go to college. Like, no, nope, that doesn't work anymore. Yeah. You know, so. Save your money in a mattress. Yeah. You're like, at the rate that my money is depreciating, I would you be right. on the streets in no time. You would be. If you want a job, you've got to go to the place every single day and demand an interview. Like, that's how that works. Yes. <laughs> You'll get walked out. <laughs> Wear a suit and a tie, right? Yeah. That's oh, it. Shake everybody's hand. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't know what kind of job you're applying for. You show up with handcuffs. I, Not at the I, police I station. You walked out, yeah, in handcuffs. When oh they, yeah, when they yeah, yeah. call the cops and say you're trespassing. <laughs> no, no, for sure, man. I actually just had some lady tell me because I'm, you know, in the process of looking for a different job, um, skill bridging out of the air force. Tell me that my service doesn't matter. Literally, use those words with me. And uh, I was like, cool. Well, I'm glad we're having this conversation. And you said that at the beginning of the interview. There's no point in having this conversation with you then. Um, thanks for your time. So, There's a better way to say that. Maybe that's not what she meant. It, Actually, I'm not going to be mean, nice tonight. Yeah, she's an idiot. She's the yeah. asshole. Well, when when you say things like your service don't matter, you know, that's why would I even want to work for you in the first place? So mm-hmm. I had an epiphany a, a while back that if I go to a company and they don't want to hire me because I don't have a four-year degree mm-hmm. or any of these other things, then I don't want to work for that company. So if those are the things that you value, if you value the paper, if you value all these other silly things and you're not willing to like look at my experience, then Mm. I don't want to work for you anyway. So, you know, you're not always going to be a good fit. I mean, true. It's true. Mm -hmm. I I still love you. Thank you. No, I, I, you know, that's the only thing I needed to hear tonight for sure. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, he's like, he's like I could be. We're nice guys, so now we get to judge other people for being assholes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, this is now the anime the asshole panel. We right? are so. together, Judge Dredd. We are judge, jury, and executioner. So we will determine who the asshole is. The last one was so underrated. Judge Dredd, our, our episode. No, the the Dredd movie. Sorry. Oh, I've uh, seen it. That dude from the Boys. What's that? Carl Urban. Oh, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen the, I haven't seen that one either. Yeah. Oh, okay. Why was it underrated? I mean, it was a good. It, to be fair, it w- it was weird that they released it around the same time that the raid uh, was released. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and it had like similar things. There was like a building that you had to get to the top of and and murk everybody. But Carl Urban was just like super 
you know, with his, his dread mask and like Merc and, you know, untold numbers of people. It was, it was pretty rad. Yeah. I mean, maybe I have to see it now. You just made me think of, uh, Zach sent me the trailer. I don't know if you know, they're having a new movie come out called civil war. It's about civil yeah. war in the U S you seen that Trent? I saw a, like three seconds of a trailer on Instagram today. And I was like, yeah, yeah. The yay, let's, let's get used to this. Right. Right. That's, yeah. that's, a, that's, too, that's, that's literally the, the idea that pops into my head. The tagline for it is all empires fall. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, I mean, I was like, okay, it's direct to direct to threat there. But um, in, in the movie, the Western Alliance is California and Texas. And I want to know your opinion. I know that was my initial thought, but then I, but hear me out, right? If there are two states in our union that could literally just be self-sufficient, it's those two. So it's either genius or complete stupidity that they would pair up together. If that happened. California could be, could be the greatest Mm -hmm. state in our nation. If they could get rid of the chuckleheads in Sacramento. And San Francisco and a bunch of those, mm-hmm. these other places that they keep letting run that amazing state, right? But like, I think Texas and and California are too far apart. If in my mind, the the Gulf Coast conglomerate from mm-hmm. Texas to Florida is what's going to rule, and then we'll decide if Georgia and and South Carolina will let them in. I don't know about North Carolina and Virginia; they'd be a hard sell. But you know, like Definitely. you know, Tennessee is going to want in, and some of those other states. Alabama, Mississippi, Alabama. Louisiana, you're not going to have a choice because you're stuck between Texas and Florida. Arkansas, so, right. yeah, you're in no matter what, whether you like it or not. Exactly. So, like, Oklahoma's See, probably going to get nuked immediately just because of the Texas-Oklahoma thing. Like, it's, it's probably not, it's not personal. It's just it's the final the way it Red is. River showdown, bitches. It's Texas. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. How seriously we, do we take college football? You're about to find out. Yeah. Right. Oh, dude. We could have a whole conversation about that. So no, that, uh, no, no California and Texas, no. Don't think that, so? Yeah, probably not. That movie, though, I think it's going to play on the, uh, I think it's like, I don't think it takes place today. I think it's like taking place like 15, 20 years from now. Because they have the president in the movie is Ron Swanson. I mean, it's not actual Ron Swanson. It's the same character who plays him, right? And so, mm-hmm. um, and just little snippets of him in the trailer, he kind of gives off a, a Trumpy feel. And so I'm wondering if, the civil war that they're kind of doing is uh, for the movie uh, is yeah. so a lot of like, like Californians, they depart California to like Arizona, Nevada, Texas. And I'm wondering if it's like a 20 years from now where somehow Texas swung blue and it's like somehow the pendulum swung real hard to the other side. And I think it's going to be one of those movies where they try to make like the federal government, the crazy reds versus the Western states, which are like the savior blues. I think that's what it's going to be. It's a, it's a political movie. And I think that's how it's going to be. That is the most hallucinogenic pipe dream ever. If they think that's going to happen. First off, that's the only way they think. No, I know, but you can try and vote Texas blue and you might have some success. But if it ever came down to that, there are so many good old boys who would walk right up in your soy latte cafe and just go fucking full ape shit. And that would be the end of it. Just saying. That's what I think. I think Trent agrees. He's like, I live in Texas. It's a, I do it's love a Texas. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, it's it, Texas is a lot more blue than, you know, like than a lot of people think like the cities, you know, like mm-hmm. everybody knows Austin is blue. 
San yeah. Antonio is kind of like split, even though I think it still goes blue. Yeah. And then Houston is is a lost cause. Dallas is Dallas is different because Dallas is just all about the money and looking good. So mm-hmm. I think they might say they're a certain way, but when it comes to the ballot box, they're going to vote with their wallets. Yeah. Right. It's like Colorado too has gone more and more blue over the past like 10, 15 years. They're kind of mm-hmm. kind of gone too. It's one of those but states not- that like led the way on the marijuana legalization thing. Yeah. And it's a lot of it's another one of those states where all these Californians who don't want to live in California but want to go vote in the same policies in other states go to. And it's surprisingly blue. There's some pretty crazy police shit going on there right now with them trying to like hang police officers. It's pretty wild. Not Jeez. like literally looking at your face, that, but like, oh. like rail, like railroading them into shit because you know, yeah, yeah, send anyway. them up. Mm-hmm. It's it's always funny to me to see people stuck on like a side of a line that's made up, and mm-hmm. then you know, like the the on one side on like the bluish side, they're like the government shouldn't be involved in this, but they should be controlling your life in every other way, and then these idiots <laughs> on the other side that are like, no, drugs are bad and they should be illegal. And that's totally within the purview of the federal government. And these people are evil. It's just like, it's, like, yeah. both it's of you are wings, ridiculous. It's the two wings of the oh, same facts. eagle. Same birds yeah. flying. It's just both wings taking it to who knows where. Who knows? That, just To the fall know. of the empire. That's where. That's right. Dun, dun, exactly. Dun. Spring. All 2020, empires fall. 2025. <laughs> yeah. The official oh. movie of the I Came With Fire podcast. Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? That's true. If, if you can just just let me know that that's what it is so that I can have my bank account ready, I'll be good to go. Yeah. <laughs> let me know when they can tell me. All right, Trent, you want to start this off, Trent? Dude, so I misunderstood the assignment. I thought that we were coming up with personal examples of we could I do that. I might have been the asshole. And I mean, it was actually pretty easy to come up with times when I was like, I probably came across this giant asshole in these situations. <laughs> I mean, we, I found I found posts, but if you want to go personal, you go right ahead, and we'll judge. We'll judge. Yeah. <laughs> All right. If you ever come to me with relationship advice, this is like mm-hmm. a this happens all the time, and you're not married, mm-hmm. and you don't have kids. I'm telling you to break up 100 percent of the time. Word. Is that 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 it? That's it. I'm just letting people know. Right. So I kind of have the same philosophy because as as an NCO, I've had plenty of airmen and other NCOs come up to me and just be like, my girlfriend or my boyfriend, this. And I'm just like, dude, like, get out while you can, man. Like, if if you put up up with this level of bullshit, like, you have the easiest decision ever. You can walk away, no strings attached. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I kind of do the same thing. I don't think you're the asshole for that at all. I don't think you're the asshole either because the whole point of dating is to figure out if, like, the marriage that you should be dating for works. Like, I don't understand sure. usually in, like, the younger culture or whatever where they're just dating to date or to have, like, a, a roommate with, with sex involved. That doesn't make any sense to me. I dated to find my partner. And if at any point during the dating, with a partner didn't like work out, then you're no longer, you know, the number one draft pick for the Smith household. I'm moving on to the next one. So, yeah, um, the whole point of dating story is for to this. make sure it works. Which which I think story? Zach's the asshole. Probably most of the time. 
Yeah. <laughs> I have some uh this immediate thought came to my mind. And I don't this is not Zach, but I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it that I have met a lot of dudes in the military that will this is gonna sound so fucked, fuck it. But they marry Asian women because you know they feel like that they're just gonna be really subservient. And yeah. most of these guys are just fucking assholes. And I see yeah. them around their wives and kids and I'm like what is going on there? You know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's just, uh, like, oh man, somebody, somebody's going to respond to your house one night and they're going to find shackles on the wall and they're going to find, you know, all kinds of other really weird shit. But yeah, no, it, I, that is a thing, man. I, I don't know. I've seen it yeah. a lot. Trent probably has too. Yeah. Like the, the, the problem with being in the military and then talking to civilians and like people mm-hmm. that are super pro military and they're like, Oh, everybody, all y'all are heroes. And it's like, Oh dude, no, I know. Some horrible people. Bro. But then like you, you hit the other side where they're like military people are like, you know, they just want to shoot people in the face. I'm like, you say it like it's a Some bad of thing. Us. I don't know. I know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sometimes no. someone needs to be shot in the face. Some of the worst people I've ever met are in the military. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean just like bad at their job. I mean like terrible humans. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm just gonna. Here's I'm a. I had a story about kind of what Trent brought up, but I have another story, and this is even better. Okay, mm. so this is this is when I was in Germany. We went to a response to an, a domestic um, altercation. It was all verbal in the front yard, right? Somebody's front yard. We go, and essentially, the husband had confronted his wife and her lover at his house, nice. the lover's house, right? And so what had happened is she made a post on like the yard sale site asking for somebody to watch the dog. <laughs> I know dude, it's always starts on Facebook. Right. And this guy who coincidentally is an OSI agent volunteered to walk their dog. Okay. And at some point during the dog walking, some relationship happened and they ended up, you know, in an, in an infidelitous relationship. The husband found out about it, went over to the house, confronted him, had a big verbal altercation left right separated them did the thing well this guy went home and this is this is a sad part of the story but he he actually took his own life okay and i being the nosy person i am found this woman on facebook just to like see the response if i could see the response from what she did and she had just all this like sympathy post shit about like how great of a man he was and how great of a father he was. And I miss you and all this shit. It took every ounce of decency I had not to just not write. Blast. Exactly. You know, it's like I value my life and my career. I'm not going to do this. But it was just like one of the shittiest things I've ever seen somebody do. It's like everybody was on there giving her sympathy and, you know, what can I do for you? Let me know, blah, blah, blah. And, um, yeah, just two days ago, this, this chick was, you well, know, there were some, walk, some dudes giving her some sympathy, right? You know what That's I mean? That's right. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you know, they come out of the woodwork, you know, they do, you know, they do. Yeah. She yeah, was that's the gross. asshole. I've determined she was the asshole. by your story. She was the asshole. Yeah. I yeah. I mean, dark, but. Well, that actually leads to my next one is uh, making jokes about dead people. So when I was an instructor <laughs> at Keesler, this was the first time that I, I realized I might have taken something too far. Um, so we had a student uh, that was in the Sao Tee pipeline and he quit. Mm-hmm. And like three months later, we get like this like uh, update on this this dude 
So he'd quit the South T. He'd gone to be security forces, graduated okay. security forces, cool. uh, tech school. Yeah, whatever that word was. Um, and then he went home to like Oklahoma and where he shacked up with some dude's old lady, like in a trailer park or something. Sick. He's coming out of the, the, the dwelling mm-hmm. and this, the, this lady's husband comes into the front door with a shotgun and just murks this dude. And so like oh, we yeah. get the update that this dude had been like killed. Sounded very good. And of, and of course, as the, the highly sympathetic person I am, I took the newspaper article and posted it to the wall in the gym. Right. And I told my students, I'm like, this is why you don't quit. Cause this is what happens to quitters. <laughs> you get shot. Yeah. Right in the face. Yeah. yeah. You make poor decisions and it leads to the end of your life. Uh, so yeah, that, but like, I remember I had a student who was like super, super Catholic dude. Like, like mm-hmm. he was like offended that I was like joking what? about this. And, you know, I was like, well, maybe, maybe I am an asshole, but I thought it was funny. I think that's a great example. Before, if I determine if you're an asshole or not, Frank, did the Catholic student who got upset, did he make it through or did he quit? Oh yeah, he made it through. Mm. After yeah. he saw that story, so fucking yeah. success yeah. to me. You not know? an asshole. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> yeah. If 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 it's not motivation enough to not wind up at the three forty third Security Forces Academy, I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, was, uh, it had nothing to do with Security Forces. That's just what you know. Like yeah. that's what ended up but, but, happening. Yeah. But as a Security Forces member, I can say that. I okay. Say that. Yeah. I I try to be nice. No, it's okay. But, we we I think feel like we're the meanest to each other. On purpose. I mean, we know this already as being in the Air Force, the cops eat cops, but, you know, which is which is the fucked up piece and does make you an asshole. But we can be critical of one another yeah. on purpose yeah, that's true. For, for good reason. I just yeah, remember so that back- story. It always stuck with me because I was like, maybe maybe the students aren't ready for this level of of darkness and just like the laissez faire attitude about human life, you know, mm-hmm. but yeah, it worked out to be in that world, though. Yeah, they exactly what I was about to say. Yeah. Now, going back to your relationship thing, when I was in Montana, I had a friend who was dating this chick and um, he was posting out to the missile field. So he was actually gone for four days at a time. And uh, he came to me like we were we just like kind of randomly ran into each other out in town. And uh, he was like, dude, he's like, I don't know. I kind of want to break up with this chick. I don't know if I should or not. I'm like, well, why? I was like, if you already feel that way, you probably just should. You know, like you're 19 years old. And uh He's like, well, when I post to the field, she always has these parties and I'm pretty sure that like she just, I know. he's like, I'm pretty sure she's cheating on me. And like one of my buddies was at one of these parties and, you know, she disappeared for a couple hours with this guy upstairs. And he's like, you know, but when we're together, it's awesome, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, listen to me, dude, you're going to wind up paying child support for some kid that ain't yours. Mm-hmm. Just yep. like there are a million fucking people out there. Just do yourself a favor and don't marry this one. And uh, he did. He married her. So they're still together. Do you know? They are not together. And actually, they Shocking. ended up getting a divorce. Yeah, no, they ended up getting a divorce. So I mean, it's, it's like an M Night Shyamalan movie. No one saw it that is. coming. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> right? No, just no, nah, man. It I, it's airman shit. You know what I'm saying? Just put it that way. Airman shit. I see divorced speaking, people. Airman shit <laughs> everywhere. Speaking of airman shit, they don't know they're divorced. They don't know they're married. That's what. That's more. (laughs) That's more like it. (laughs) Yeah, right. I see married people. They don't know they're married. They don't act like it. They don't act like. Sorry, Zach. All right, yeah, go ahead. (laughs) Yeah, Zach. 
I was saying, I was saying, speaking of, uh, speaking of airman shit, I wanted to go back to what you're, uh, to the thing you were saying a couple minutes ago, Brandon, where you're saying like, oh, the person posted to like the, the spouse Facebook page and it just went everywhere. Mm-hmm. Spouse place Facebook to take all your page. Problems. Those stuff put on there will travel faster than like the wing king needs like an urgent message sent out. Like it Absolutely. travels so fast. And the airman shit story I have is back when I was a little airman Smith at Kadena Air Base Japan, right? Mm-hmm. I was working gate three uh, and gate three outside gate three and like was like off base technically but it was still on base was a mm-hmm. dog park so like all day you would get a whole bunch of people coming back onto base through gate three with like their dogs all the time mm-hmm. and me being a board defender on shift for like 12 hours i decided i thought it'd be funny if i started asking people for their dog's id so this person comes through She's got her lab in like her passenger seat and she hands me her ID and I scan it and I looked at her and I was like, ma'am, is uh, your dog got, got their ID? And she looked at me, she's like, what? And I was like, yeah. And then she check in with the vet with your dog, like from base and stuff. She's like, yeah. I'm like, I didn't give you an ID. And she's like, well, maybe it's at home. She just immediately assumed this is a thing and just assumed the ID Made was Made up home. a story, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so, so I just, I well, looked at her. My husband sh- took our dog to the vet. Yeah. And throw him so under just, the bus. I looked her straight in the face and I said, well, is he microchipped? And she's like, yeah, of course. I'm like, hand him over. So she grabs her dog and she holds her dog outside the the window. Dead serious. Yeah. And I took it and I made the beep noise myself. She didn't even notice. And I was like, yeah, he's in there. You're good to go, ma'am. And then she was like, okay. And I was like, yeah, just make sure you have the ID next time. And off she goes. Airman Smith thought nothing of it. I was like, it was just fun banter. Everything's Did great. Did you get a phone call? No. This, just wait. Just wait. So my little 30 minutes of checking IDs came and went, right? And then my alpha took over. And then I'm sitting there just kind of like chilling. And the door's open. And another person comes up and asks my alpha to scan their dog. And I was like. Get out of here, dude. She put it like, on Facebook. I was like, oh, what? my God. And he, he looked at me because he heard the thing earlier. He looked at me and went, yeah, sure. And he goes, beep? He just owned it. <laughs> Not even trying to hide. Beep. <laughs> yeah. We actually do all it. the sound effects here at the gate. Beep. And, and then that person went through. And I looked at him. And then he looked at me. And I was like, dude. And so I immediately went to Facebook. And I looked. And that first chick, she put a post on the Kadena Air Force Base spousal page. out of here. And it said, like, hey, make sure you have your dog's ID when you're coming through the gate. They're checking for them, but they can scan if they're microchipped. It became a base-wide, like, issue. You had people handing dogs to to every cop at every freaking gate. (laughs) It was this huge thing. So there was obviously a remount. And for those who don't know what a remount is, is after the shift. You got to reform up and got to wait for your flight chief to yell at you. And so the flight chief's sitting there. And he's like, all right, I know one of you fuckers did this. One of you guys was at the gate being a freaking little smart ass. And I look at my alpha and he looks at me and I just went, yeah, who did that? You better fess up because I want to go home. (laughs) Just disappeared into the crowd of defenders. They never figured out it was me. So if my flight chief's listening now, if if General Malloy 
the commander of Kadena Air Base is listening now because he had to send out an email to the whole base. Like he sent an oh, email to better. the base saying you that made him do there's work. no ID checks for dogs. Stupid airmen doing stupid shit. Was I the it asshole? It would have been a lot cooler if he just doubled <laughs> down on it. Right. Just immediately. DBID stands for Dog Biometric Identification System. That's what yep. DBID stands for. <laughs> he should have done it. He should have. <laughs> Why not? You know? Why don't they ever they, have fun with all their power and rank? I don't understand because I would totally. They, they don't. Yes. Well, you want to hear a story about power and rank? Yeah. <laughs> That's why you're. You yeah. totally did. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm not. So at risk of giving away too much shit, I'm going to be really vague. But at one of the bases I was at, they closed down part of the housing area to redo the foundations. And uh, they had to move a bunch of people out. And all those people were O's. And um, they basically had to deal with a bunch of ass pain from all these spouses. And there was a group email that got accidentally sent out to the entire base. And in the email traffic were all the like group commanders talking to one another and then bantering back and forth with the wing commander and bitching about their wives and about how they hated that they had to get relocated and all this shit. And it went to the entire base. And uh, I just remember reading just some of the shit these guys were saying. It was just fucking this. Ah, man, fucking fucking Karen's being a bitch. I don't understand why she's, you know, I don't know, Steve. And these like Fulberg colonels just bitching about their wives on on a official DOD email. It was pretty hilarious. But you had to be there. You know what I mean? That's when you just realize that there. we're all this. We're all just the same. We're all the same. You know, yeah. they're just right. people. Yeah. Right. They're like, I went to college. I ended up here. I don't know how I got here. But now my wife was right. like all cool with marrying me. And now we have to move out for like a couple of months. And now she's all mad at me. Right. And you're like, hey, we, uh. We uh, complain about the same things, you and I. We absolutely you know? do. Right. Yeah. I Weird. just wrote him back as a senior airman and be like, dude, let me tell you what, man. <laughs> Bros. Let you me tell, let me tell you, you can move in to my house because I've got an extra bedroom. You go right ahead. Come on over. Come on, sir. It's cool. Yeah. You Don't make it weird. Airman? Remember the airman a couple of years ago? This is like six, seven years ago who sent, he responded mm-hmm. to the entire Air Force and sent like, it was like a follow-up to like NPF or something, but he sent the email to Air Force All, so everyone got mm-hmm. the email. <laughs> no, yeah. dude, that happened. That happened to us when we were in Kenya together. Do you remember me showing you that email? The the camp, like the who was it? The op soup on camp or whatever sent an email out, basically telling everybody at Camp Semba that we had to go and do camp beautification. And in the email traffic was some Navy SEAL, and he wrote everybody back. Do you remember this? And it said like, with Reply all due respect. All. Yeah, with all due respect, I've asked five times to be removed from your email chain. I've never been here. I no way will I ever participate in the camp beautification process. Remove me from your distro. And it was signed like name, you know, boat boatman two whatever. And I just thought it was hilarious. This is like Navy SEAL was like, leave me the fuck alone. Yeah, no, leave me the fuck alone. Right? No, it just it was San Diego. You know what I mean? Like, just I was like, dude, this Navy SEAL just. Right. I don't know. No. Yeah. I don't even know. We definitely know who did that. For sure. We do. I, this is a pretty controversial thing, I thought. Some people some, wonder. Yeah. yeah. Some, a lot of people do wonder about yeah. some of the claims that are made. <clears throat> Absolutely. I, I still think it's weird that he just got dumped in the ocean, supposedly. You know? Yeah. He was out of respect for his religion, even though he sure. murdered... Tens, sure. hundreds of thousands of 
people. Uh-huh. We had no problem. In fact, I mean, today today's like the what anniversary of catching Saddam Hussein, and they put his fucking hanging on TV. So yeah, I mean, just like saying. live streamed. That's weird. Like Instagram is like censoring like pictures of when they captured him because he had like a little like blood around his mouth. It's like you know I he's not that. dead in that picture, right? That's right. just. They just pulled him it's out of the hole. In the mouth. Yeah, he's like in a right. manhole or something. <laughs> yeah. Like... Right. But back in the day, you know, on Facebook, I remember watching his hanging. Somebody put it up. That was like, whoa, holy shit, that's crazy. You know? Yeah. It was on CNN, if I remember correctly. It was like, they were Probably. like showing it on like actual news. The whole invasion of Iraq was on there. They, I, I remember watching when I was a kid. I was watching like when they were, like the news is like, we have several B, like B2s or whatever about to blow up the palace. We believe that this person's here. And in my mind, I'm like, if you know they're about to blow up the palace, don't they know they're about to be blown up in the palace? They're probably not yeah, in the palace. <laughs> like, Where are they going to go? You know? There's only so right. many places you can I go. I guess. That's true. I thought that was weird. All right. I have, I have one. This is from Reddit. Am I the asshole? This one is Am I the asshole for logging into my friend's email account and declining her university's offer of admission? Off the rip. Yeah, you're a fucking dick, asshole. I'm going to read this. Please do not judge. Only after you've read everything. All right, let's hear it. Throw, throw away because my friend knows my main Reddit account. Also, English is not my first language, blah, blah, blah. I'll refer to the country we're initially planned to go to as country X and the country my friend might be going to as country Y. I might also consider editing this post later on to hide other personal info. Ever since I was a child, I dreamed of studying abroad. We all know the benefits of studying abroad, and I am sure if I don't profit from this now, I'll forever regret it later on. Luckily for me, my parents are financially stable and can afford to send me abroad. However, there's one catch. I must go with a friend of mine as they won't send me there alone. I thought this wasn't a problem since I have been planning to go with my friend to country X. This month, things changed. My friend and I applied to two universities in different countries. One of them doesn't have a capita on the number of students it can accept, but the other one does. My friend got accepted to both of them, but I only got accepted to one. Both of them are good universities, and objectively, one is better than the other, but their education systems differ. When my friend got accepted to the university and country Y, she told me that there's a possibility she'll go there instead of because she has relatives there that will allow her to stay in their house without paying rent. I was heartbroken. How could she do this to me? She knows how much I want to go to university with her. Told my parents about this. They assured me that if there's no reason or excuse me, there's no other person I can go with, then I will be studying at home instead. I could not let this happen. My friend once told me her password on a game we play, and I tried to see if she has the same password for her email, and it turned out she does. So Mm. I logged in and rejected her admission offer and logged out. My friend still does not know, but she will soon. (laughs) I told my parents about it to assure them that my friend will now be going with me, but they got so upset on me and are now threatening me that they're going to call my friend's parents to tell them what I did. I begged them not to, but they are not listening. They want to do it in case she can still email the university and attend. In the end, I told them to let me tell her instead, and they agreed to it, although I don't think I'm going to. (laughs) Do you think I'm the asshole here? Was it? What's my fault for being forced to go with a friend? Bro, you are the fucking asshole. Dude, that is, you fucked with somebody's life completely and totally being selfish. So she, her family can pay for her college. And the only mm-hmm. thing for her to go to abroad is, um, just have a friend or 
But yeah. we don't know anything about her program. friends, like financial stuff. What if it's like really financially hard for her to go to the one with her friend and the other one makes mm-hmm. more sense? Like it said, she can be close to relatives and stuff. You don't know that. I don't friend. think you, you just... understand. No, no. But this person said they really, really wanted to go. I don't I don't know if you like <laughs> caught like how bad they want to go. Did you not? Yeah, that's that's the only thing that matters, Zach. Uh huh. No, it's like we're not Ask worried me. about we're not worried about friend. <laughs> we're worried about I. All right. Number one. Number it is one. I the asshole, not is my friend a saint? So, <laughs> like, if 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 poor people are going to struggle no matter what, so I might as well get oh. what I'm going to get out of it. Exactly. Otherwise, my parents are going to make me stay here and live with them to study, which is t- wholly unacceptable. Everyone knows totally. it takes four generations to get out of poverty. She's on generation one, so we have three more. To... <laughs> I don't have that kind of time. No, dude, this is this is like creepy stalker shit. Like this is one of those things where it's like, yeah. how dare you go? How dare you go to the bathroom without me? Eventually, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I bet I, she's. I, don't know, I feel like. She's like that friend where, like, uh, if you walked up to her friend because you were, like, attracted to her and was like, hey, you want to maybe, like, go out? He would interject, like, my friend's not interested. Mm -hmm. That's the type of vibe I get from this person. Oh, no, absolutely. And she only has one friend, you know? Or he, or she. I'm just assuming it's a she because parents would probably want you to go she with she. Yeah, maybe that makes sense. Assuming. Maybe she, maybe she's secretly in love with her friend. That's why I said that. Maybe, one thing. maybe usually, there's that. usually the friend that like doesn't want to like they love their friend so much or they're so reliant on them being in their life that they can't let anything get in the way of their friend having their own lives. Your your living room furniture looks great from the bushes. <laughs> I think that this person is just so top. incredibly <laughs> self centered that they don't care about what happens to anybody else. Yeah. Like I'm genuinely wondering what would happen to somebody, Trent, like on team who did something this selfish. Like obviously you'd have to find like something in in the military terms that would be equate to this. But like what would be the repercussions? If like you someone logged into my email to deny orders to a place I really wanted to go. go to so that they yeah. could take those orders. Yeah. I mean There's this thing called the UCMJ. They go into jail. I mean, I'm not, but like, I, I'm not, I'm not sure. Like the, I'm yeah. not talking about the like Air Force answer. I'm talking oh, about the, the Trent answer. No, you're getting. You're at least getting your butt kicked. Like you're at least <laughs> getting stomped. Like that is, and, and and no one is gonna say anything. Like you could invite your entire team if they knew about it, and they could all watch you beat the brakes off this dude. Mm-hmm. And then when they came to investigate, everybody would be like, I don't know. Looks like he fell Can't down the stairs. Shit. Yeah, guess he can't PCS now. And uh, a broken leg. He actually made a mistake and he is volunteering for that position. So there you go. (laughs) That's exactly kind of what I expect expected. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've (sighs) definitely had flight chiefs facilitate fights between people for dumb shit like this before to solve it in house. We like to say, Mm. I mean, yeah, no, that's, this is like, that's unforgivable, bro. If I found out about that, we would not be friends anymore. Hands down. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah, care I mean, if I was waiting tables to not go to school with you. I would do that. Yeah, this this isn't like the person waiting in the rear writing a bronze star based on your achievements, you know? Like that you can get over or whatever. But like <laughs> like imagine like you're trying to PCS to Hawaii and you finally win the lottery. Mm-hmm. And someone 
gets into your email and they don't send out a funny email to everybody being like, I like, you know, whatever. Right. You know, they, they sent, you know, they actually mess with your life. Like, dude, like my wife would tell me to go beat the brakes off that dude. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, your wife would be there cheering okay. you on probably. Yeah. My wife yeah. would probably beat up their wife or whatever. Right. That's how it would time. go. Like there'd be a knife yep. fight next to the Ayo. fist fight. Exactly. Hey, yo, bring your, bring your bitch. We're doing this. All of us are Step fighting. Up. That's like that. That's like that airman that went into his supervisor's office and Googled certain things that are illegal and uh, to get him got caught. Yeah. And be- it pinged on you know the Air Force network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the, the supervisor got investigated. And then they found that the airman on camera went into his office. And that's that's what uh, <sighs> saved him. But uh, yeah, dude, that's some crazy ass shit right there, man. Yeah, that's why you can't. leave your fucking CAC in your computer and walk away. No. I don't. Sorry, you didn't call it a cat card. Thank you. Nope. Say I don't. White common access card. One Sergeant. white common access card. Sergeant. Yep. Exactly. Permission to enter. All right, Zach. Permission Yuck. denied. Okay. Am I the asshole for not wanting my wife to spend a week at our cabin? My wife has been staying with her sister for the past two weeks. Her sister is a single mom to a four-year-old with brain cancer. My oh, sister-in-law shit. was feeling burnt out, so my wife decided to extend her trip indefinitely to help take care of her niece. This happened on Saturday. Her niece will be spending the next two weeks in the hospital. My wife is planning to stay in the hospital with her niece. Then she wants to take her to our cabin for a week so she can play in the snow. Then she'll be spending Christmas with her sister. She's a housewife, so it's not like she has a job to get back to, but I would like to see her at some point this month, and this house can't run the same without her. She just told me about this plan to take her niece to the cabin. I told her that I want her to come back sooner than later, and that I don't want her to go to the cabin. She says I'm welcome to come with her, but she wants to spend this time with her niece. I told her she's going to come home within the next week or so, and she snapped that I'm not her boss, and that she will be taking her niece to, to see snow. Then she was spending Christmas with her. Now we're not speaking, so I wanted to know if I was the asshole. Yes. That's what I, mean, I think. I don't think asshole is a strong enough word for what this yeah. person yeah. is. Yeah. This is what like the f- wife beater shit, eventually. Yeah. Like, you're, you're that, like, she's probably a housewife because you don't even let her work. Like, because I, you I know take that away from cleaning the laundry. Cleaning the house is hard. Yeah, by yourself. Yeah. yeah. And that. You just like threw brain cancer out there like it was nothing. Like, oh, it's just a kid with brain cancer. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, that that happens every every day. You know, he, he comes off as like a Patrick Bateman type, almost. Where uh, he's just like, well, she's got brain cancer. She's not going to last long anyway. So why waste your time well, with her? We gotta. He we needed her to come clean. clean the house so he could return some videotapes. <laughs> <laughs> that's what exactly. he needed her to do. Yeah. <laughs> no, dude, you're, that's definitely videotapes. She even offered for you to come to the cabin. Like, what yeah. the fuck is your problem? I don't, I don't know. I don't understand. To people like that, it makes me wonder, like, again, this is if 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 you ask me my advice, I would tell you to just get a divorce at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah go see a fucking counselor. Yeah. If I was her, that immediate like response, like, you don't care about my niece with brain cancer. I, like it doesn't it doesn't seem like they have kids. Right? But so based I would just... on the context clues, yeah, no, it doesn't. Yeah, if so I, had I would guess, just, I'd bounce. Mm-hmm. This dude has money and there's a prenup. That's why mm-hmm. I think he feels like he has this level of control. Because mm. if he doesn't, then there's no way. Like, that, 
there's no way that everybody in this woman's life isn't being like, take half his money and get out of there because he's that's, a that's giant right, asshole. Yeah. But if he's got enough that's, money with a prenup, like hire a maid and then screw your maid and then ruin your marriage more. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. When you were reading this, my impression was that this guy sounds rich, like sounds mm. so, so like C sweet kind of person. Mm. And uh, yeah, that's definitely the kind of entitled ass thought process that I feel like I'd expect from somebody like that. Yeah. yeah. He probably Punch married his, face. his wife for like a trophy piece or something. You know, like he doesn't view her as a human being or anybody else no. for that matter. It doesn't seem no, that's like. true. I agree. Definite I have asshole. one. Definite asshole. Yikes. Okay. All right. This, Sorry. This is another one. No, you're good. You're supposed to. We're going to do this. Am I the asshole for telling my wife she can work overtime for food if she refuses to eat deer meat? Is this this? What username is this? Is this the same? No. <laughs> yeah. No. It's the same. no. <clears throat> Dude, so I'm not going to lie to you. I don't want to like, I don't want to like ruin the way you guys are going to think about this, but I don't think he's the asshole. So here, here it is. As a lot of, you know, food is expensive right now. I was lucky enough to get a deer. I ground it up for ground meat. Basically when you cook it, you just think it's normal ground meat, especially when you do recipes with spices and tacos. And I will say this, having eaten quite a bit of venison, it can taste like regular, like ground beef, I guess. But for the most part, you can tell. It's a lot gamier than than it fucking beef. Anyway. But yeah, but it's different. That's the only thing I'm getting yeah. at, right? It is different. My issue is with my wife. We have two kids that are under seven. The oldest is fine eating it, but the youngest hates it because of my wife. The first time I made some meatloaf with it, my wife commented that it's Bambi. She doesn't hate the taste. Just when she knows that it's deer, she doesn't like it. I know this because she liked the tacos, but then refused to eat it after my wife made another comment about it being Bambi. My daughter was two tacos in already. My wife doesn't like to eat it, but I would think she would see that this is a way for us to save money and that this food is fine. Our kids need protein and meat is expensive right now. I have talked to her before, but she just keeps doing it. I want my daughters to actually have some red meat in their diet since we can't afford to keep buying it. Am I the asshole for telling my wife that if she wants them to eat other forms of meat, she can work overtime to pay for it? No. I don't think she's the asshole. Or he's the asshole. Zach? No, I don't think he... All context, I think he's the asshole. I think the way he probably said it to his wife could have been a little bit different. Like, maybe not saying, if you want red meat, work overtime. Like, I think there's a better way to have that communication with your wife. But overall, no, I don't think he's an asshole. You want him to tell her to stop buying shoes? Is that what you should be like? Hey, stop buying shoes so you can buy more beef that you like. That's right. You know? I I think listening to to that, I don't think they're financially sound to where they're, like, buying shoes. I'm assuming they're probably, like, the way that sounds, I think together as a family, they probably are pinching pennies. And I'm assuming budgets... And money is a common topic with them if it immediately comes up talking about like meat and stuff. So I, this is just my thought process. I think they're already like probably being pretty frugal. I would hope. Um, yeah. But I, I think there's a I think there's a way to ask your wife that without being like we'll work overtime. I, I don't know, just, man. This is laying out the facts. This is how this much money we got. Saying. This is meat. 
yeah. you're 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 ruining it for the kid who doesn't care. Yeah. Right. The kids right. need protein. Mm-hmm. Wild protein is way better usually than what you're going to buy in the store anyway. The dude mm-hmm. probably went out there, froze his butt off to get that deer. It costs money to get it processed unless he can do it all himself, which is a ton mm-hmm. of work. Absolutely. And, and then she's like, oh, that's Bambi. Like, what? why? Why would you even say that? She said that was your problem. She's like, that, so she did that to piss off the child or to make the children not like it. It was, it was an intentional oh, comment. That's exactly, that's exactly what she did. Yeah. And here's the thing, man. Like, having gone out and hunted for a deer and had, having to field dress it and then carry it out, all this mm-hmm. stuff, right? Coming home, like you said, cleaning it, processing it, like, that's a fuckload of work. I would feel completely and totally undermined as like a husband and provider if like you're ruining the food I'm putting on the table by putting it in a context that's going to make the kids not want to eat it. You know what I mean? Like that's not team behavior as like parents. That would piss me the fuck off. And I I mean, I just get the impression, Zach, like I get what you're saying. Like there's a better way to say this stuff. But at the end of the day, there's probably other things going on. He's just sick of her shit. And he's like, dude, if you want to fucking put, you want ground beef? You want that, that 90-10? Then you can go fucking get, take your ass down to Taco Bell and work a couple extra shifts and and go buy it, you know, or yeah, bring home yeah. bring home soft tacos for everybody or something. So I don't know. I, I think this dude probably just has had enough because it's like that whole thing, yeah. man. It doesn't matter how pretty she is, somebody somewhere is sick of her shit. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe he's not nice today, but he's definitely mm-hmm. not the asshole. Definitely yeah. not. Yeah. Sometimes you got to say things. And in a hard fashion to get people. I mean, Trent knows. He talks to he talks to newbies mm-hmm. all the time. You know what I mean? I'm super nice to them. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, you know, you just <laughs> you're just encouraging them to be better. You know, when you when you hang news articles on the wall, you hang news articles on the wall. You just let them know. motivational. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. It doesn't matter what the motivation looks like as long as you don't quit, right? And I you wind see. up getting shot in a trailer park. I guess he trained in front of all his uh, in front of all his students, being like, "It's really simple to not piss me off. I only ask one very simple thing: just be perfect twenty four seven all the time." Thanks. <laughs> my my speech is more like, "Don't embarrass me. You're oh. you're associated with mm-hmm. us. If you embarrass me, it's going to be bad." So that's, I hate being embarrassed. Hilarious. Don't don't do that. Yeah. What is what is a standard? You piss me off because you embarrass me. Sort of quote unquote punishment look like. <laughs> from the cadre from a cadre's perspective first of all it's remedial training because obviously right. okay. they, they weren't listening right uh it's i mean not it usually involves yeah it, it involves copious amounts of time in the cone listening position otherwise known as the the dropped position in the the push-up uh, front, front leaning rest, rest. yeah okay. we, mm. i call that the cone listening position because there's a mm-hmm. sports thing that happens with with cones is they can't listen while they're standing up and comfortable i don't know what it is but it's science Mm-hmm. And so they must be in that position, followed by some other motivational exercises throughout the time uh, to, to uh, you know, make sure that they understand where they went wrong and right. why they went wrong. The worst part mm-hmm. about getting smoked by me is you will end up in the front leaning rest or some other position for long periods of time and have to listen to me talk to you because I, I, I can't do stuff without a reason. I have a real hard time doing stuff for no reason. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I have to give them a reason to why they're going through certain things in the moment. And so it takes a while, you know, right. to make sure that they get it. Cause you're a good talker. Right. And then they just got to listen. It doesn't matter so if you I'm talk. a good talker. They're going to listen. Why is a podcast? Right. He talks. Well, that's what I'm listen. saying. 
You could talk for a long time, which is which is important when you're, I guess, when you're in the as you called it, cone listening position. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Okay, and I feel like you've probably got you probably got some like videos of this somewhere. You know, that you could probably laugh at. Back in the- I don't think so. We we really tried not to get any of this stuff recorded. You know, like we 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 have students it. in the pipeline. You know, when YouTube was brand new, they would like upload stuff and it wouldn't be on their like private page because they were idiots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you do that, and that makes it around the base of you like doing stupid stuff on the weekends, which we might find hilarious, but is also not mm-hmm. the best look for the organization. Very true. When you show up the next morning as early as possible, you will learn that that was unacceptable behavior. You learn from right. the cone position. Well, a lot of other things, you know, you might get a little, <laughs> little wet, a little muddy. Might have to log roll and puke all over the place. Like, there's a lot of different ways to get skin that cat. Exactly. Pu- puking is a good way to learn. You'll remember it. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. It's like my, my wrestling. Go ahead. Sorry. No, one of my favorite, like I love log rolls because the first mm-hmm. time it's like a magical point in a cone's life. The first time that they roll through somebody else's puke and they, they realize that rolling to their destination is more important than the, the environment that they're in. Uh huh. There's a, there's something that happens in their mind where they're like, I just rolled through someone else's puke or my own puke or I puked while I was rolling and I didn't stop. Like I'm not allowed mm-hmm. to stop to puke while I'm rolling. It uh, it makes them a better person, right? I feel like you could appreciate using your legs a little bit more, you know, when you're rolling through vomit. Yeah, this is see, this is it's chestnut checkers. You know what I'm saying? And when you're out there and you're just helping these kids, I mean, at the end of the day, man, you're like, I don't know, this is like a Doctor Phil moment for me. Just listening to this, Actually, I I do have a story. Maybe the worst, like, um. Perfect. remedial training session that mm-hmm. I ever put students through mm-hmm. and it's not going to sound bad in the beginning. So I had two students go to airborne school. <laughs> okay. And, um, and, and no kidding. Like the reason that they got kicked out of airborne school really had nothing to do with them. They were trying to do the right thing. It was like one of those, like, Hey, Sergeant airborne was like, Hey, you guys are not allowed to leave at night or on the weekends or whatever. You guys have to stay in the dorms because some stuff had happened, but they're like, you know, but like, we're not mm-hmm. going to be here. They're like, Oh, quick, cool. They go out with some dudes, some dudes get, you know, something happened at the dorms. They all got recalled. They were late. They got kicked out of airborne school. So they show back up at the schoolhouse and I'm taking a lot of heat and I'm like, I can fix this. So we have rocks uh, from previous teams, like all lined up on like this, like, uh, you know, on these shelves and their first day back, like, I don't say anything to them. Like I I had to go pick them up from the bus station. I'm just like, show up tomorrow in your blues. They show up in their blues. I give them rubber nugs. And I said, you will stand in front of the rocks at the position of attention, holding this nug and guard the rocks until I say stop. I remember the first day, like other cadre members walking past, like, what are you doing? Like, they're just standing there. That doesn't seem that bad. And I was like, okay. And then the next day, while they stood there for 12 hours in front of the rocks and weren't allowed Mm -hmm. to do anything, they were like, oh, bro, like, that looks awful. Day number three, they were looking at me like, you are a sadist. Like, what is wrong with you? They're just standing in the gym, guarding the rocks. Day four, they were like, please stop. Please stop. I can't handle this. Um, day five, I finally brought them out there and then smoked them for like a few hours, which was like like the greatest moment of their life. You know, I go down there and I'm like, okay, (laughs) put your PTs on. And they're like, okay, Sergeant. And it's like, you know, do some grass and gorilla drills. And then like, they did like 500 sit-ups in a row. And I was like, are you thirsty? And they said, no. And I screamed at them. I'm like, if I say like, you're thirsty, you are. And I dumped like five gallons of water on their faces. I'm like, now thank me. Thank me for hydrating you. They're like, thank you, Sergeant. (laughs) Anyway. um, Well, that... That that set the standard for not getting kicked out of airborne school for all the other students because they saw the, you know, what it looked like. Yeah. I think it's funny 
that your punishment for them was to sit there and guard rocks. So you just made them security forces members for like four days. That's the worst punishment. Mm. Yeah, but they had they were like at attention, like and it's in the gym. So like for two hours in the morning, it's like yeah, yeah, it they're just watching all their buddies work out. No one's allowed to talk to them for four days. <laughs> but then like while all the students are like air traffic controller weather school, there's nobody mm-hmm. in the gym and they're just standing there for like an additional eight hours mm-hmm. until they're released for the day. And, Did they uh, get like a lunch break, like to get like to to rehydrate, like take a take they, a shit or anything like that? They might have got like fifteen twenty minutes to go eat or mm-hmm. something. I don't remember. Yeah. It was quick though. Yeah, but. I mean, I, I, I'm like one of those guys, especially is like a friend of mine to this day. Uh, you know, one the of other the guys is staying like, at attention. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So we we like to talk about that story sometimes. <laughs> hey man, remember remember that time I, I made you guard those rocks for five days? <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. I would never not bring that up when I saw them. Like if I was like introducing him to somebody, I'd be like, "Hey, this is my friend Rick. Uh, I made he him watch rocks. rocks for five days." <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think I do bring it up on a pretty He's regular a basis. He's featured my rock garden for like a week. Yeah, he should. He came into town for my retirement ceremony, so you know that's see, we're, well, it's see, all copacetic. Then it, then it worked. That's what I'm saying, man. Exactly. We never took anything for granted again. Nice, Jeez, dude. And you know what? I'm gonna say this. That was a rock joke too, just now, and it went over your head. If you Google it, G N E I S S, that's rock too. Nice. It's pronounced nice. So you're welcome. Thanks. <laughs> that was an advanced <laughs> rock joke. That was a master's that, level geology joke. That was Jeez, a dude. master level dad joke. That's what that was. So you've been a dad for long enough, and uh, I have. Dude, a- I have more. I have more <laughs> rock jokes. We're just not going to do them because this podcast is supposed to be funny. So uh, I was yeah. waiting for another rock joke to just sneak its way in there somehow in your explanation, but. It, it could have, uh, I don't know. It could have went right over my head. It may have. Oh, shit. All I think is steroids, and then it's like a totally different line of thought. Are you talking about like Dwayne Johnson? Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. yeah? Oh, yeah. Dude, I, think I he's can't. Natty? Well, hell no, he's not natty. <laughs> no, he got like a lipo when he was younger because he could never get abs. Like because of his genetics, like he just could never mm-hmm. get ripped there. And so he admitted to getting like liposuction. So hmm. like he's he's not above doing that stuff. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that he's not a talented, hardworking, incredibly yeah, sure. you know, motivating individual. I'm just saying like people that think he's natural are a little naive, fooling themselves. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's put it this way: like you couldn't just shoot steroids in your ass and sit on the couch all day and look like that. You still have mm. to do all the work. You're mm-hmm. just gonna die early. <laughs> Yeah. So I guess what what is what's the trade off? You know, there are no solutions. There's just trade offs. So you're gonna die early and look like that, or are you gonna die early because you're sitting on the couch and you never moved, and now you're a fat slob. You know, so pick pick your hard. You know what I'm saying? To pick your yeah, hard. But if, if he dies early, he's also leaving like a billion dollars to his kids. So that's and that. Oprah. And Oprah. <laughs> and Oprah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I used to like him a lot more until he did the whole like a uh, Maui thing. Like we care about Maui. Dude, that was like the most gaslighting thing ever. Listen, we're starting a fund for you to give money, and we're going to pretend and make it sound like we're giving money. Mm-hmm. No, dude, that just – we didn't lose any of our shit at all, you know? So okay. we're gonna, just going to do this video with, with The Rock with his arm around me, and it's going to seem mm-hmm. really cool. And uh, yeah, no. See, it's so and, funny, it's, man. I don't believe he's natty, but in that moment, I want to believe that he's just a naive human. And doesn't mm-hmm. understand everything that's going on, because probably I kind of like the Rock, you know. So I like the Rock too. I'm like I actually kind of think you're coin. probably right. 
Mm-hmm. Where Oprah is just a horrible human. Dude, it's so funny. You go watch videos of her when like she first started doing her show and she seems like a genuinely nice person. And it's like one of she seems like one of those people that Hollywood changed completely, you know? I don't it know. Gets, it gets you. Hollywood gets you. I guess man, hit there's, different, there's like bro. a sacrifice you have to like give to make it past a certain level in Hollywood. You ever seen that video of Mel Gibson talking about Hollywood being as dark and evil as everybody says it is? Have you seen that? I don't think so. It's been a while, but yeah, you, I've seen it. You you should look it up, Trent. Like it sent me like when I first moved here and started living here, he's like and people were inviting me places and and I went and he's like all the stories are true. He's like, this is, you know, this is as evil as everybody has said it is. And um, he's like, you'll start to like justify your shitty behavior and not just like shitty behavior, but like evil behavior. And he's like, I had to stop. Mm-hmm. And it's just like that. Yeah. I don't even want to know, man. Like, to be honest with you, I don't even want to know what the fuck goes on there. So sounds terrible. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's hard to believe that you're a normal person after a while, you know? Am I normal? No. Let's keep- you know, but like you're going to those parties, only certain people can get in. Everything's by mm-hmm. invite only. People are, yeah. like, you know, sucking up to you constantly. Yep. You know, you can't go out in public without getting mobbed by like this horde of this horde of humanity. Like, I'm not excusing any of their behavior. I'm just saying it. It's not like surprising to me that these people get disconnected from reality and then end up adopting all these weird things, you know, and and falling yeah. down that path. No, it isn't. It's it's the whole ivy tower ivory tower syndrome thing. Mm-hmm. Who's so. am I the asshole? Is it? I'll take it. I got it. Get it. Am I the asshole for dropping my daughter from my wife's and I medical insurance? Here we go. My daughter is twenty three and just got a call from her gynecologist. It's not Jody from our previous episode. Uh, she apparently <laughs> she apparently had previously had an abnormal pap smear that she never informed us about. However, she okay. also had to get a biopsy, which came back abnormal as well. I am very disappointed because I know she got HPV from a boyfriend I disapproved of because he was obviously someone who didn't look like he'd be loyal. And now she's stuck with the consequences, and my wife and I feel like we pay for her treatment, it would be condoning it. We feel that she has no right to the sobbing and hyperventilating while also going on the it's not my fault mantra, and we don't want to enable her further. Now we are making steps towards ensuring that we will never have to pay for anything she needs medically, and for that matter, materially anymore. Her credit cards have been cut off, but the dropping from insurance process hasn't progressed that far. What makes us even angrier is the fact that she had just lost her entry-level job due to her company closing down, and she chooses to continue to see unreliable boyfriends. We raised her better. I built a great family business from nothing, and I shudder at what people would think if they knew my daughter got an STD from sleeping around at such a young age. Am I the asshole? Did you say at any point how old this this person is, the kid? She's 23. 23. 23. I missed that. I don't know, man. That's some, that's like almost borderline creepy. I think they're both assholes, but right. I think the daughter is an asshole because she was created by the parents. Like, mm-hmm. if she's 23 and you're that's like finally, thinking. like, finally holding her accountable. 
you're like you know, now you want to play the victim because she's dating these dudes and like then you're like oh like super judgy about the boyfriend like he looked unreliable like okay that sounds a little yeah. bit like a race thing maybe i don't know seems weird yeah um but like yeah like a like i think that the father is an asshole and b i think the daughter's an asshole but i think the daughter was created by the father i totally agree with that you're just like you let your kid get away with shit their whole lives because it sounds like you've got money so it's probably one of those things where yeah. you let everybody else the nanny the tv do the parenting and then now that your kid is doing shit that you don't like you want to be this way and it's mm-hmm. it's always those parents that see their kids as like extensions of themselves that way like everybody sees their kid in in some ways as like extensions of themselves because you want to take care of them right mm-hmm. but not in this sort of way right it's like i think this, i just feel like Obviously, at some point, your kid has to be an adult and get their own health insurance and all this shit. But, like, the reasons here definitely make you an asshole. And, and I agree with you, Trent. She's, she's an asshole, too, but she's a product of her environment, for sure. I agree. Yeah. The way it's written, and even, like, at the end where it says, like, you know, I built a company and a business from nothing. And stutter what people would think if they knew my daughter got an STD. It's like... I bet his, like, daughter has done, like, other, like, very small things around, like, his uppity friends or his, like, uh, we're just talking about the Hollywood people. It'd be like having, like, a, oh, your daughter did something weird next to, like, this really important director that I'm trying to become a movie on or whatever, and now, like, I'm super mad at you. It's like, you can definitely tell that this daughter probably has to deal with a bunch of other annoying little things where he and his wife are probably very controlling of her because it ruins their image and all that type of stuff. If if this was a military family, this, this dude is like an, an 06. That's what this is. Yeah. He's the, he's the he's wing said. commander. Have you seen, have you seen that video? It, like it's gotta be like the army ball, but some general is on stage and he's dancing and his kid is dancing next to next to him. It's a female and she gets right in front of him and like turns around and starts like shaking that thing. And uh, his face changes and he grabs her and yanks her back behind him. Have you seen that video? I have no. seen that one. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what this is. Is like, he's just like, fuck no, you're not about <laughs> to risk my third star to shake your ass on stage in front of all these soldiers. Tammy not happening. <laughs> yeah. I'm not paying not paying for you to get treatment so you wind up for without cervical cancer yeah it just it sounds like these parents like don't separate like love for the child versus like uh like mm-hmm. monetary support for the child right like this mm-hmm. this girl i think grew up thinking that if she didn't do what her parents said they wouldn't love or take care of her which was synonymous it sounds like from that mm-hmm. yeah. based on what this this dude values is like don't ruin our reputation if you do these things then we will always take care of you and we will always love you. And that's probably mm-hmm. how they said it. And in her brain, it's like, finally, she's just had enough. And now she's rebelling. And they're like, oh my goodness, how does this happen? We raised her better than this. It's like, no, no, you held her hostage mm-hmm. for 23 years. And now you're reaping the consequences. Well, it's probably what it is too, is no man would ever be good enough anyway, because it didn't matter who she brought home and wanted like the blessing to get married to, it would have never happened. And it's like mm-hmm. one of those things. Well, if, if you marry, if you marry Joe, we're going to cut you off. That kind of thing. So, yep. I like we've like completely created these characters, and you know, they're living these these <laughs> lives like that were paragraphs, right? No, but for that's 
that's the whole point of this. You know what I mean? We're 100% accurate, feel though. Feel we I are. feel we confident are. in our accuracy. We yeah. are Judge Absolutely. Dredd. You know, instead, like, I'm all for the Am I the Asshole subreddit. We need the Am I the Asshole follow-up. You know what I mean? The recap. What happened afterwards when you asked this question? I need I need the follow-up. Some of these do have those, but I didn't save the links. I, I just took the screenshots so I could read them better. I think they should but also sometimes be required to add pictures, and... you know, so that we can oh, judge yeah. their face. You know what it should be, too? They have the picture of, like, these are the two people involved in this scenario, and you just, like, look at their face be like, that dude is definitely the asshole. Just look at him. Look at his stupid face. <laughs> Entirely right. judges book by He's the, the one with brain cancer. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. I fucked up. <laughs> you have to leave the picture up for three days and get votes before you actually post the story. <laughs> exactly. Who do you it's think like, oh, the no. asshole is? Oh, yes. That's yeah. it. That's like the, the requirements to post on the subreddit. We need a selfie of you and the other person in this scenario against yep. their will, you know? And then we'll decide right. whose yep. upvotes we'll, matter and most. Then we'll determine is the subreddit an asshole when we accidentally <laughs> say the person dying from brain cancer is the asshole. Well, oh, the, dude, the so- internet is like the ultimate asshole, and I love it. Yes. No, the internet no. is undefeated. It doesn't matter. Yep. Like, it, if. The internet was out when Abraham Lincoln got assassinated. There would have been jokes online within five minutes. Mm-hmm. They're like, this is what you get for going to watch a play or something stupid. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> right? Maybe don't sit with your back to the door, Abe. Something. I don't Just know. You shouldn't let women vote. Like, what? I don't know. <laughs> that was before women got the vote, though, Trent. Yeah, but like, I'm sure they were complaining about it at the time. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. There was suffrage going on. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. maybe but, don't maybe don't see plays. Yeah, they're bad for your health. They are. Yeah, <laughs> see exactly. They would have been shit online immediately. But but Wilkes Booth was an actor, and we should have seen it coming. Now we have Hollywood. We're like so surprised mm-hmm. that all these like people in Hollywood are like terrible people. Yeah, and there you would you have go. people. You would have people getting on TikTok being like, you know what, guys. You know, coming off of the heels of the Civil War, I- I'm really just not mad at John for doing this. And the fact that they hunted him down for days, you know, after he broke his leg and, you know, he's a I martyr. Just, he's a, yeah, you know, and there would be a TikTok dance for him. You know what I mean? Yeah, the people that would have been the like Wilkes all Booth. upset about Sherman would come back uh-huh. and defend Booth on college right. campuses. <laughs> they would. Like, no, no, Booth had a hard childhood and all these other things you're not taking into account. It's like, no, 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 you were like, censoring people from talking about Sherman because of the terrible things he did. They're like, yeah, but like that was a different situation. Yeah. That's totally, that's totally different. Six separate Tyrannus, man. Like, you know, <laughs> it's, it's our rally cry. That's exactly what would happen. My favorite, uh, Abe Lincoln quote is don't believe everything you see on the internet. So. Yeah. <laughs> he totally <laughs> said that too. He was a smart, yeah, he had a beard. He was very smart. He had the, mm-hmm. and a top yeah. hat and a beard. Yeah. Not just yeah. because he was ugly, but because he was mm-hmm. smart. Yep. Because he was smart. Absolutely. You, you got another Am I the Asshole, Brandon? <laughs> I totally do. Absolutely. Yes. Kidding? Are you kidding? What does Trent have one? Does Trent have another personal one? Um, just if you don't. If, if you don't answer like people's friend requests like on Facebook and you just like let them sit in purgatory Ooh. forever, mm-hmm. or does, does that make me an asshole? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bro, Is no, no one. No. <laughs> you didn't request me. <laughs> He's like, been, uh, Zach's not even on social media anymore. I oh, I don't think that makes you the asshole at all, dude. Sometimes you just don't no want people creeping on your shit, man. It doesn't, I mean, 
I guess the only way for them to know is if they keep thinking. Like, they would have to keep going to your page and be like, I said I'm a friend request, but we're not friends. Mm-hmm. But, like, they don't get notified if you say no, and they don't get notified if they mm-hmm. sit in purgatory. So, that means the only way they could know is they have to be really creepy. And do you be friends with people that are creepy? No. I think I think what it is, if you go to their page, it still says, like, pending request. But if oh. you deny it, if you deny it, it still it gives like them the friends. option to add. Well, it gives them the option to add you as a friend again. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's like the secret way of knowing. And no, I don't do this. There's, <laughs> like, a pile of, there's like a pile of people just sitting there pending. Just yeah, Dude, I, me too, man, for real. And you know what's funny is a lot of them are people I went to high school with or tech school with, and it's like, you know, I remember how you used to behave. I don't want you looking at my kids. So my friends list is very exclusive, like. You don't even have a friends list because you're not on you're not on social on media. Facebook, that's it. It's mostly the, just so my grandma can like my photos. It's the lamest form of social media. <laughs> Dude, I had, I had a friend in like uh, one of the schools we went to who used to get upset with me because I'd be like, I don't want to invite everybody to dinner tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to go to dinner with like three people. And he, like at the time, who's just a good person, probably a better human than I am, he'd be mm-hmm. like, he'd invite like the entire class people to dinner and then like i wouldn't go to dinner and he'd be like what's wrong with you i'm like i don't want to i want to hang out with everybody bro like what part of like i want to hang out with three people did you not mm-hmm. understand i think he he came around eventually but like yeah i think i just got there way before he did where i'm like i just don't like people that much like i'm gonna be cordial ish in class mm-hmm. but i'm not spending my free time with people i don't want to spend my free time with yeah dude life is too short for that and no one is owed your time like that you know what i mean mm. like there are people who you definitely owe time to but not that way at all i'm not yeah. going to say yes. their name I, but when we were deployed in kenya brandon there was mm-hmm. a certain airman that if i was ever like on the same post with him uh, i'd have to start off the day and i'd look at him and go hey if it's not work related like we're not like don't talk to me i tell him his name like, is john every, every time we were posted with him john Smith. every time we were, name was actually brandon Griffin, but every time i was posted with him Shit. I would, <laughs> I always tell him, if it's not work related or an emergency, like don't bother me. And we would sit in silence like for the entire time. Dude, I've had posts like, oh my dude, I could tell you this is. Cr- <sighs> I almost don't even want to tell this story because there's a racial slur that came out of this guy's mouth, but I just won't say the slur because you know for good reasons. But we were posted together. I was posted with this guy all day. Okay. And, um, when I first got to this duty station, what well, was Malstrom? I, I was a brand new airman and he had PCS and we, we in process the same day and he was a staff sergeant. And, um, let's put it this way. This, when we were posted together this day in this particular story, we were both staff sergeants. So just, just think about that. Right. He's been a staff so, for a while. He's been a staff sergeant for a while. <laughs> And so at the end, we're, we're on patrol all day. We didn't say, and it wasn't on purpose. It didn't say shit to each other unless it was like absolutely necessary and work related. And, um, we go to pull up to where we do changeover. And, um, as we're pulling up into the spot, somebody backs up really quickly in their car and almost hits the patrol vehicle, like just not paying attention. And, um, they realized it and threw the car and parked and like got out and like waved because it was some, it was like another cop, like coming off mm-hmm. of like duty or whatever. And the sorry, first, sorry or something. Basically. Yeah. yeah. And his response to it was to call this person a racial slur. And I was like, we haven't said shit to each other all day. And the first thing you say voluntarily that isn't work related is, is a racial slur. I just looked at him. I was like, bro, I'm like, what is your fucking problem? Like, it's just, 
is crazy. Yeah. After that, like, not, I, no, this like, I remember that's the first time I ever told yeah. anybody, like, after this happened, like, unless, unless it's work related, we're not talking. They like, don't have a conversation with me at, well, at all. So the person I'm talking about, we got along fine until a very specific incident. And then after that, I was like, we just, we just stare at each other at work. You're being too vague, Zach. You, I'll tell you who it is when it's done. Oh, okay. They, they show you the goat, or what happens? Yeah. I know. <laughs> is this a waiting reference? The goat? Yes. <laughs> Perfect, dude. That what a fucking great movie that is, dude. Absolutely. That movie haunted my first assignment as a uh, Saudi. Yeah. Did you ever get shown the goat? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, the dudes were very. Uh, very uh-huh. open and comfortable with uh, yeah. themselves. What is the military without a little homoeroticism? You know, that's what I always say. It's nothing. <laughs> it keeps it running. It's nothing. It's nothing. I've cuddled with a whole bunch of dudes in my Absolutely. life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dude, sometimes yeah. you got it, man. There's that one guy who'd be like, the best way to stay warm is skin to skin contact, so we don't have to get naked. Stuff. It's not gay to kiss the bros goodnight. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it isn't, bro. It's also not saying. You say good game afterwards, either. No. Mm-mm. Yeah, well, eye contact is where the line gets crossed during yeah, certain activities. True. That's when Dude, I, it's not I had a flyway either. With a honey in the middle, there's some leeway. That's a that's a quote. Is it? Is that a quote? Is it? Quote what from is that? Zach Smith? Is that? Abe that sounds Lincoln, like a, actually. Is that from the Mormon <laughs> Second Bible? Second favorite quote. Is that what that's from? from <laughs> Don't bring the Mormons into this. <laughs> I have to. No, I know dude, you I had one of the drenched. <laughs> yeah. There was a time. There was, a, there was time. a time for me too. Mine was more recent, but there was a time. Dude, I had a flight chief that would play Slim Jim Chicken with people, and like they had to voluntarily do it, obviously. So Slim Jim Chicken, the confused look on your face, and for everybody yeah, listening, is, is. <laughs> yeah, no, I got you. I'm going to give you a full explanation right now. Okay, you put one end of a Slim Jim in your mouth, and I put the other end of the Slim Jim in my mouth. And then we race to the middle. And whoever gives up first is the loser. So this is why it, where Slim chicken. Jim Chicken comes in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. One time, nobody lost. I'm just going to put it that way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look, well, what if I'm hungry? Slim Jims are pretty good, man. Dude, yeah, I'm like, just trying to get a snack. I've been on post for 10 hours already. Got five hours yeah. left. If you know? he shaved recently, it's fine. You should, should be fresh shaved. Like, you know? the Slim Jim from the other person's like... No, you you are racing to the point where the other person gets too mm. uncomfortable with how close your mouths are, and they give up. But like I said, one t- I've seen I've seen a lot of people get within like two inches and be like, "All right, I can't do this." Right? But one time, nobody lost, and it was just a, a story about willpower and conviction. And I just was like, "This is inspirational," and this is why we're here. Those are the people you want, therefore. That's what I'm saying. We but don't want Twitter. You don't exactly. want Twitter. Otherwise, you get shot in a trailer park. And you wind up in the newspaper. You That's know? what I'm saying. Yeah. And you're on a wall at some special forces training camp. Some little 26 year old staff sergeant is like <laughs> telling your story. Exactly. Like an asshole. Yeah. One time we, he he quit playing Slim Jim Chicken. Then he fucked somebody's wife and now he's dead. <laughs> see what happens? Store, see what happens? Now put it in I your mouth. Slim Jims. Like what? <laughs> so this isn't a Slim Jim. Right, it's a slim Jim mini. Oh, it's, I just want to kiss. Slim. I just want to kiss you. Right, 
This oh, is also slim. the same fly chief I had that would walk into the room and take his dip out of his mouth and put it in somebody's hand and then tell him I'll be back for this later. You mean your, your flight chief? Your flight chief yes. won the Slim Jim Challenge? Dude, I'm going to tell you right now. No, first he never off, lost. He never lost because everybody yeah. would quit. And then one time, nobody lost. I'll just let your imagination fill in the gaps. But this man, he honestly, was one of the best flight chiefs I ever had. Like, I would go to war with this dude. But the only thing he carried around to eat every day was Snickers bars and Mountain Dew Livewire, like the orange flavored Mountain Dew. And uh, he would walk into the room, dude, sometimes, and he would or he would take his dip out and either put it on the table, and then he would like do post checks for four or five hours, and then leave, and then put it right back in his mouth and walk out. <laughs> or, dude, oh man, yeah, he would walk up. We'd all be in formation because uh, he came in to, like offer post briefings and shit. And he'd walk up to like the new guy and be like stick stick your hand out. And they stick a hand and they put their put his dip in his mouth. I'll be back for that later. And they'd be like looking around, like, what the fuck do I do? He yeah, it was like it. he he told it to hold later. It. He said he said hold on to it. Exactly. This is the yeah. same person that that went and caught two wild geese and then walked up on a patrol and the patrol got out on and on him because they saw him coming up on him. He just walked right past him and opened the doors up to the vehicle and shoved both of the wild it, geese in the car and drove away. Yeah. <laughs> so cool, fly chief. I want this dude's name because I'll tell you. He sounds awesome. He was. Yeah. He's, a, he's a fucking realtor now. <laughs> dude, he's just so funny. <laughs> yeah, he's probably still the best Slim podcast guest of all like time. A, dude, he's probably. He, the, uh, if I, I'm going to tell another story, and if if anybody who's like listening is going to give away who it is, but um, in Montana, in Great Falls, there's a pet cemetery right outside of, of town limits, and um, him and his wife, they had a cat. And the cat died like the day before that he was supposed to go on leave and like legit did not have time to go and do anything about this cat before going. And so he <laughs> took the cat and put it him in, in something. Thing? No, he put it in something and then stuck it in their freezer because it wouldn't decompose. So it wouldn't decompose. Okay. I mean, it's a pretty solid Smart. solution. Not going to lie. Right. Yeah. Well, at some point he had to do something with the cat and his wife, like, you know, it's like, I want to take it to the pet cemetery. So he's like, okay. He's like, well, I'll take it to the garage. I'll put it in a box and we'll go bury it. Well, he had to get it in the box and he didn't want it to like thaw out. Cause that'd be like really fucking gross. And the only box he had was a shoe box and you can't fit a frozen stiff cat in a shoe box unless they're like Shaquille O'Neal size shoes. Right. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> he broke all the limbs and the neck on this cat to just shove it in this fucking shoe box. <laughs> And then, you know, he said it was the gnarliest thing he's ever done. Just like crack, 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 crack. And he came in with a shoebox and he's, you know, he's like, he's like, I don't know. My wife didn't ask any fucking questions how this thing fit in a shoebox, but we took it to the pet cemetery. It's like, she's been married this, to this dude long enough to know. Girl, don't ask don't questions. Don't ask questions. Just, Absolutely. Just go. Just go with it. <laughs> exactly. Dude, I get, there's so many stories. He's, oh, he's an awesome guy. But yeah. That's a good wife. He would have let her go to the cabin. You know what I mean? He would have, yeah. He would have paid for her HPV treatment too. Maybe, absolutely. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, you know. From well, maybe me. not his wife's. Yeah, maybe if she got it from somebody else, probably not. But yeah, yeah I don't know. Next one, Brandon. Let's see who's the next one. Yeah. Okay, this one's like kind of serious. This is: Am I the asshole for believing? <laughs> don't don't <laughs> say the S word, man. <laughs> Okay, well, this one, this one is serious. <laughs> <laughs> Am I, I was asshole? like, okay, right? <laughs> Trump just goes, 
Yeah. <laughs> Am I the asshole for believing my daughter over a grown man? Okay. I don't know if I watch too many crime shows or if I'm just paranoid, so I've come here to ask. Last week, I made chicken gnocchi soup. When it was almost done, I started helping my daughter with a school project. She got us both a bowl, and a few seconds later, my boyfriend runs into the room with a bowl and tells me to eat this bowl instead. I told him it was all the same, and he insisted he wanted the bowl I have because it had more chicken. Thinking back now, I don't know how he would know that considering my daughter dished the bowls out. My daughter took the bowl he gave me and said she would eat it. He yanked it out of her hand and said, no, it's for mom. I took the bowl and he went to the living room. I continued doing my daughter's project and told her not to eat the soup. 20 minutes later, I walked into the kitchen to pour the soups out and he was still eating his. He asked why we didn't eat any and I said the cat got into it while we were waiting. And he screamed, what? Was it your bowl? Cats can't eat that. I told him it was only a lick, but he was so obsessed and stressed out over it. It was very weird, and his reaction set me off guard. These accidents all happened before the soup incident over the span of six months. It wasn't one after the other in a short period of time. Since then, my emergency money has gone missing. I keep money hidden just in case. I lost my older sister because she, was in, she wasn't able to escape a dangerous situation, and I swore on her grave to never be in that situation. After the soup incident, I went to get my money, and it was gone. It was hidden, and I changed the location every few months. I asked my daughter if maybe she found it, and that if she took it, wouldn't be mad because I knew she couldn't have spent it. She said no. A few hours later, she tells me she forgot, but the other day, her and my boyfriend got pulled over, and she saw my pink wallet in his glove box. I did not tell her which wallet it was in or that it was in that wallet. I decided to ask him if he found it by accident. He asked me why I was hiding a large amount of money. You know, you could never leave me and laughed. He's never laughed at anything like that before. I told him it was for my daughter's Christmas. He said, no, he didn't find that money, but could use his credit card for gifts. I didn't tell him about my daughter seeing my wallet in the car. Now here are a few other things. I have severe allergy to latex. One day we were about to have sex and I glanced at the mirror we have by our bed and saw the condom wrapper was a little different. I stopped him because it wasn't latex free and he said it was a mistake and just an older one he had. We've been dating for two years and he knows how serious my allergy is. My EpiPen that I keep in my room is missing and I didn't realize it. I didn't realize it was missing until I went searching for my money. Another odd thing is one day he was following me down the stairs while I was carrying laundry and he kicked the back of my leg out and I fell. He said he slipped, <laughs> but the stairs are wood and he was wearing steel toe boots. At the time, I thought it was an accident. And my overthinking this, my anxiety has been an all time high. All Dude, right. All the cops and get the Bro. hell out of there. Yes. She wants <laughs> to know if she's you. the asshole, if she's the asshole for kicking him out. Imagine this being no. your last post before your murder. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> exactly. Throw away account. Yeah, talk, yeah, throwaway cow. Who the fuck is this? I don't know. No, but for real, that's like you're gonna die. Get yeah. bitch, get out of the house. Yeah, he's going to kill you. Okay, but I, I want to talk to the boyfriend. Like you're dating. Why are you trying to kill her? Yeah, what are you doing? Like, what are you, like, like how much money does she have squirreled away? You already stole the money. So why mm-hmm. are you trying to kill her now? I don't At the understand. very least, get married so you can take a life insurance policy out. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, then you just, make some real just, money. Yeah, take the money and, and <clears throat> skedaddle. You know what I mean? It doesn't. Right. This goes yeah, back what's... to my relationship advice. Like, why are he you trying to kill somebody? He just, he just is crazy and insane and just likes to do it because he likes to do it. Well, this, I, this is another one I read in the process of trying to find these for you guys, but I didn't 
this one was um, my father-in-law and my husband think I'm going to die during pregnancy. So they're prepping me to die during pregnancy. My father-in-law and my husband. So, so her husband's dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, yeah, she said that essentially that they were basically trying to prep her to die, that she was going to die during pregnancy. And they even gave away a lot of her items. And she's like, am I the asshole? Dude, I know. You're That's only an asshole fucking... for sticking around, you stupid, <laughs> stupid <asshole>. person. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, no, I, I was like, what the fuck? Like, if somebody said that shit to me, like, I would find a way to leave the house in secret and then never talk to them again. Like, figure, By the way, figure out. I got a feeling you're going to die, so let's just start giving away your stuff. <laughs> right. I'm going to go ahead and keep your shirts. Um, I like the color. Yep. I'm going to give them to my <laughs> wife. And um, when you're yeah. dead, we're going to, I know you want to name the baby Nathan, but we're going to actually name him Jeremy. So um, don't, you don't even bother signing the paperwork. And um, yeah, so I hope you, you don't mind if I keep your car, right? Because I like it and you're not going to yeah, be there to drive it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's got a really fucking... bad feeling. It's, it hurts <laughs> us, but yeah. Bye. <laughs> that I'm just really feels torn. like a. That feels like a prank that they took way too far. Like one of those where like you're trying to convince they're like, listen, dude, you're going to die. I can't change this. I'm already pregnant. I'm in the third trimester. There's nothing I can do. Right. No, but you're going to die. Like trying to prank a pregnant woman like this already accept fucked it. up. Yeah. Accept it. Like, what do you, I don't know, man. That sounds like a sadistic prank gone, gone take too far. It's like, we can't back out now. What if she's like a weird hoarder though? And they're like the only way mm. to get rid of all this mm. crap. Before the baby comes into the house, is be like, "Hey, you know people die when they have babies, right?" So yeah. like, let's just get rid of some stuff. You know let's I mean? just get rid of this old Big Mac box from 1998. You know, yeah. you don't need it. You're not going to store it's anything in it, like you tell me. Right? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. I have it's to poop lady. in the tub now because the toilet is blocked. Well, let's get rid of these boxes that are full of old printer paper. I don't. I might need them for a fire. You know, gonna, that kind of a thing. whole bunch of stuff. You don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Dude, those shows are fucking nuts. But that's a that's a pretty solid that's a pretty solid explanation. What if it was just a ploy to get rid of all the extra shit that she doesn't need? Yeah. Again, that baby doesn't need to be surrounded by all that crap. It's like mm-hmm. look, newspaper is from nineteen seventy four. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, but that paper is from the day after I don't know. You said seventy four, this is gonna be wrong. Nixon was shot, you know? Nixon didn't get shot though. Oh, but it you know, I like it. Yeah. That's exactly it. But Dude, you're having a baby. People. Could be. Some people. Yeah, Dude, so I, I think that the dudes might be the heroes in this, you know? Let's go with that. I kind of like that. It's like a little, that's your M. Night Shyamalan movie. The whole you time they were just trying to clean so the house far. out. They were just trying to clean the house out. Yeah. Yep. Did, I actually responded to somebody's house on base and they had shit stacked up to the ceiling so much that they had literally created hallways out of their shit so they could get around their house. It was it's fucking nuts. Fort. They're just building forts, That's bro. What I'm, Come on. Dude, it really was. I, I, was like, it's, I was kind <laughs> of impressed, like kind of impressed. Like, it's just like you guys, this is like a World War One trench in here. Like, that's kind of what it felt like, you know, without the trench a, foot, you know? There was a senior master sergeant who was retiring at Kadena. And I went to go, like, buy this house. He was selling it on, like, Craigslist or whatever. On, like, mm-hmm. the, the the base page. And I show up, and he's got a whole bunch of stuff outside his house, in his house, just a bunch of stuff. And uh, this is in Kadena. And I remember, I remember asking him, like, dude, like, 
you got a lot of stuff. You're taking all this back to like the States? He's like, no, the uh, TMO came and looked at it because they didn't believe the amount I put down as the weight. So they came and looked at my stuff. And now my first sergeant's involved and I got a lot going on. But yeah, they're not taking all of it. And I was like, okay, well, thanks for the couch. See you later. <laughs> I just laughed. That dude had a dude. ton of stuff. He's a senior man. At a certain time, if you just stuck yeah. around long enough, you could make E8. That's that's yeah. true. I guess. <laughs> no, man. There are some really fucking weird people that have been in the military for a long time. Mm. And I'll tell you right now, like I have met everybody from like those people that their house are like a hoarder house to people that are really high ranking and are swingers and like don't care what rank you are to to swing with. All yep. kinds of crazy ass shit, man. Like, I mean, dude, we even had one of the bases I was at, somebody was cooking meth on base. It's just like, everybody thinks, like you said, like, oh, the military, you know, it's all heroes, right? Dude, dude, there are some psychopaths and weirdos, especially the in the last one was just capitalism. They're just entrepreneurs. Come That's, on. Well, true, right? You're trying to, you can't, it's hard to make a living on E3 pay. So, you know, you got to explore your options. You know what I mean? Speaking of meth on base, um, this is also up. Kadena. Meth Kadena is a wild base. I'm just going to say that it's it's ridiculous. It um, some army is like a there's, you know you get people from all branches who live on Kadena. Well, there was an army sergeant and his wife, and they were making meth in their in their kitchen, and we didn't know. Be for all you like can a be. While. Yeah, we didn't know for a while, but he would call uh, you know, and he would say, "Hey, someone's trying to break <clears> into my house." And it'd be like at two, three o'clock in the morning. So we would show up and he'd be standing outside and he'd be like, yeah, they were trying to break into my house and they went that way. And we'd always be like, well, are you okay? And he'd be like, yeah. I'm like, well, are, they, are they in your house? And he'd be like, no. And they'd be like, well, can we, can we look? And he'd be like, no, 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 they're not in the house. So like we initially, the first couple of times we went there, we couldn't go in the house because he wouldn't grant us permission. There wasn't like forcible entry or whatever. So we're just like, all right, man, we'll, we'll look out for your ninjas or whatever. And uh, we would just we would it was what we do. We just thought he's just a crazy army sergeant. Well, one day, Valid. he he shows up in like like three o'clock in the morning to the B doc like desk. Like he shows up to the squadron, him, his wife, and his daughter, and they're like covered in purple. They're like just weird purple stuff, and we're like, dude, what the heck? And he's like, they're in my house right now. So we immediately like code three to the house there was a purple smoke grenade going off in his front yard explains the purple and uh it's like one of the three times i've ever drawn my gun actually on a shift i was like oh crap like someone's in this house now so i drew my nine and i walk in with police one and the flight chief and we took a turn meth lab and i was like oh never mind and i put my gun away because we just immediately knew that he was high off his own supply so we go Dude, back. that's fucking wild. Yeah, so we go back, and we're like, uh, my flight chief's interviewing him, and I'm just watching the river. And uh, the dude had no idea that we knew he had a meth lab in his thing. So he's telling us about this dude who broke into his house. He had to pop smoke and egress with his family for safety. <laughs> it's a statement. We're we just found like, it across the street. Right? We all have purple smokes ready to go. We do. Yeah. yeah. We're just like, that's crazy. And eventually, the flight chief just asked, asked him, he was like, so the guy who broke in, did he, like, did he, like, make the meth lab in, like, your kitchen, too? 
and the shit, the flesh is and the dude's like, "What meth lab?" And then he immediately wanted a lawyer, and it's like, "Okay, but yeah, no, that uh, didn't go well." Yeah, he did because I wasn't there when I left. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, that didn't go well. You got a classic E four mantra. It's 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 deny everything and make counter accusations. At that point, Mm -hmm. that's what you got to do. It's it's a good lesson. Meth lab. Must have been the ninjas. Probably, probably your meth lab. You have yeah, to do yeah. the counter accusations. Exactly. Yeah. Deny everything. Make counter accusations. Mm-hmm. Depended on O six. You know what I mean, uh, dude. Yeah, I I saw Colonel Smith come over here, and mm-hmm. uh, he was in my kitchen for a long time. I didn't go in there because he told me not in to. The kitchen. Yeah, he's, he's a colonel. NCO. I'm just a sergeant. I follow, you know, I, yeah, I follow the rules. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, I I've been eating PB and J's in my living room the whole time. He said he was a chemistry major. I don't know. I believed him. Yeah. I believed him. Like, his call sign's like Heisenberg. I just, just let him yeah, do it. Exactly. Said yep. something about brain cancer. Who knows? <laughs> right. Slim Jim Chicken. I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, do you have another one? Because I have one in the, in the fucking pipe ready to I go, do. dog. I do. Okay. I got one more because you, you did the last one. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's what the name of this I episode would... is, a Slim Jim Chicken. Yes. Period. Yeah. Am I the Slim Jim Chicken? No. <laughs> um, so I live with my childhood best friend, uh, both guys, and have done for and have done for two years now. Up until last week, things were perfect between us. However, he recently got a new girlfriend, and she honestly seems absolutely great, except for one thing: she seemingly has a complete aversion to knocking. She and I have quite a lot in common, and I actually like spending time with Doorbells her. Doorbells only. However. However, it bugs the hell out of me when she just barges into my room without knocking first. Now, she's never walked in on me doing anything weird. I'm usually just chilling on my bed or studying at my desk. However, on at least seven separate occasions, now she's done it first thing in the morning to ask if I want coffee. Well, I sleep naked. Every time prior to this last one, I've been under the covers and she hasn't seen anything. I always point out that she could have and she just giggles and says, but I didn't. When she stayed over last night, in order to make my point, I intentionally slept on top of the covers. Sure enough, she barges in at 7 a.m., begins to ask if I want coffee, and sees my you-know-what. She immediately backed out of the room and didn't speak to me for the rest of the day. My mate later pulled me aside and said I was bang out of order, accused me of deliberately... Ex- this deliberate- is a British story. Yeah, probably. Mate. Uh, accused <laughs> me of exposing bang myself... Bang out of order, mate. And pointed out that I threatened to do it before... I literally just said, okay, but what if I had no covers and you saw before? They're now framing this to others that I'm some sick creep who intentionally got naked and laid in wait for her because I want to sleep with her and get my rocks off. And I'm kind of seeing how it came off that way. Am I the asshole for doing this? Mm. You you couldn't install a lock on your door? And you did lie in wait (laughs) naked, you know? Yeah. Like you kind (laughs) of just put a lock on your door. Maybe you wanted her to see your your way, you know? Maybe just a little bit. Because I think it's kind of weird that before he even starts talking about her barging in or whatever, he's like, we have a lot in common. We we have a lot of interest. Mm. It's like you're trying to frame Context clues. that you like each other or that you think that she's like in love with you and that you were just laying there hoping to see what she would do. Maybe he was, trying, pretty- to quanti- Maybe he was trying to quantify that like he thought they were cool and that she'd respect his boundaries, but she didn't. So his his answer was dick, you know, in your face. Yeah, but like, 
when she comes in, like you're going to have a conversation like, hey, like I'm naked under my covers. Hey, do you yeah. want coffee this morning? Hey, by the way, I'm naked under here. And like, what if you came in here and I didn't have covers on? It's like, yeah. What? Yeah. Right. She never knew that. And she like you told her as like almost like a hey, next time you come in, I'm going to be outside the covers. Uh, he's, mm. I think he's a creep and he's weird. This is one of those stories where, like, he thinks that he like he's in the right, and that this is a totally appropriate response to just be laying butt naked on top of the covers. And he goes to tell everybody else what he did, and everybody looks at him like the fucking weirdo that he is, you know. And he's like, "Oh!" And then he just kind of outed himself as like a a perv. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. She never knocks, so I showed her my wing. Like what? (laughs) That escalated quickly from zero to a hundred immediately. (laughs) You know? You know, bro, like. Yeah, like, does it respect like maybe, my privacy? Like maybe you could have just like waited around the corner when she opened the door. You just like yelled and scared her or something. I don't know, you know. Yeah. Or, or or you could have been like, "Hey, listen, uh, don't do that anymore." Or or the most logical solution Trent already said: put a lock on the put door. Put a fucking lock on your door. Yeah, be an adult. Yeah. Problem solved. No genitalia involved. At uh, all. But they, if it's like an apartment, they might charge me three euros when I move out for the holes in the wall for <laughs> installing the lock. Like, oh no. Right, terrible. Exactly. No nope. Europeans, the worst. They, dude, yes, they don't believe in air conditioning. That's the worst thing ever. Uh, Big, fully, fully kitted up, sweating my ass off, and it's just like, why do you guys live like this? I don't know. <laughs> the, the the greatest misconception that I think most Americans have is that Europeans somehow resemble Americans. Mm-hmm. That's like you could not be they more mistaken Americans about dental programs. <laughs> Socialism, fired, right? It works, <laughs> dude. What's so, what's so funny is when I was stationed in Germany and working with a lot of the Germans is like they are all like, "I wish I lived in America because wouldn't have to put up with this shit." And I'm like, "Well, I mean, you think that, but you know, but at the same time, other shit you have to deal with that you couldn't handle because you're not American." Well, sure, but so, like, it's it. so it's so true though, man. Like just some of the crazy fucking laws they have there for no reason. It doesn't, you know, doesn't make any sense. And you can't, if it's after 6 p.m., you might as well just fucking not leave your house because there's nothing going on and nothing yeah. is open. <clears throat> I always think it's funny when they, me. like, try to say that, oh, well, we, we have all these great things. Why can't America do it? You want to know why America can't do it? Because we're currently defending you from all your enemies. So We're, we're funding you, your you, entire Department of Defense. Yeah. That's what we're doing. Yeah. You, you, you Our military sub- is small. Yeah. Right. Good yeah. for you. Right. Good for you. Maybe, because your military doesn't do lose, shit. <laughs> maybe don't lose two world wars in a row. You know, start them and then can't finish them. Yeah, and then you wouldn't have this problem. Always got to call you know Daddy saying? America, the back-to-back World War champ, getting ready for a three-peat. Oh, don't, don't say that. Started on the World Wars. It was such know, a bad man. idea for us. It was what ruined America. Yeah, it, that's true. Are, you, are, we, are we talking military-industrial complex, Trent, that we're, yeah. we're getting at? Yeah, it well, is a well, there's, thing. there's a few things that happened. The propaganda that happened after WW2, like the, the first the first time someone called America a superpower mm-hmm. is, I yep. think, what killed America. Because mm-hmm. we all fell in love with the idea. and they the Or being, they convinced the us that it was, it was a positive thing because we're a superpower now. Mm-hmm. And this is our job. It's like, that's not, in, see the word superpower in the Constitution, but whatever. Fuck me. Mm. Team, Team America World Police. That's what it became. Yeah. <clears throat> and that, that's why the, the greatest generation was upheld. It was the part of the propaganda. I'm not saying those folks didn't do amazing things, but like you never, mm-hmm. 
there's not a lot of negative World War II movies out there about, you know, what happened. Yeah. Like we're always like, oh, that was like the justified war. And it's like, you know how many civilians we carpet bombed and burned to death mm-hmm. in Berlin and Tokyo? Dresden. Yeah. Oh, well, my Jesus. goodness. Yeah. Drop the Remember sun in the country twice. Yeah, we the destroyed that abbey in, alone in Italy killed, for no reason. Sorry, like millions of people. What did you At say? Montesino, uh, oh. the, the abbey that we bombed for no reason and killed a whole mm-hmm. bunch of civilians. And right. I'm not saying that like the World War II is one thing or another, but like A, we didn't need to get involved. I don't know why we decided to go fight Germany at all. Um, and then the all the stuff that happened after that. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of funny, too, when you look at some of the American families that made a lot of money prior to by selling weapons and shit to the to the Nazis. There's a pretty prominent family that comes to mind, right? Yeah. And uh, well, it's just, it's interesting. Yeah, boys and girls, go look up corporate profits during uh, during World War II and, and see what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us some of the names that come up when you, when you look at it. Pretty wild. Drop them in the comments <clears throat> below. Sorry, yeah. sorry. I know we're we're having a fun. I you know I'm on the asshole. Episode. Yeah, let's uh, let's do a tactical <clears throat> pivot back to Brandon. What's your next okay. tactical again? And I will come over there. <clears throat> it breaks off you. I said tactical. Oh, what's worse? Even worse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just go yeah. ahead and delete your delete your account. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're fired. All right. Am, am I the asshole for making my children refer to themselves as worms? It sounds like some cadre cone shit, right? Okay. Yeah. We're gonna get I'm tra- strangely okay with this one. Like, right like, yeah. <laughs> actually is this <laughs> Right? He's like, he's like, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Not this one, guys. Oh, uh, I this dude go. sounds super cool. I mean, <laughs> he just sounds... Address posted. I want to buy. Him. I want to buy him a drink. All right, I'm an old dad. I'm 53, and my wife is 38. I have a 10 year old boy and an 8 year old girl. It wasn't my original plan for life, but I love it. I've pretty well for my. I've done pretty well for myself, and I like to give my family and I the best I can afford. Just before the big virus, we bought a house with a pool and a guest house. Luckiest decision ever. We spent the lockdowns enjoying each other's company there. My wife's younger sister, 26, has recently left her husband and we are letting her live in our guest house while she gets her feet under her. My children and I play a game where I chase them around the pool. If I catch them, they have to say, I, sir, am a wiggly worm, sir. And a wiggly worm, sir, is the lowest form of life. It's from an old TV show. (laughs) It's from an old TV show I watched as a kid. Uh, Well, this has put a bug up my sister's ass sister-in-law's ass she says that i'm being a massive asshole for making myself my kids call themselves at worms for the record when they chase me and i let them catch me i also say it for, uh she says i'm harming their delicate f- psyches and that old people like me have no idea the harm we're doing my wife knows about the game and she plays it too she has no problem with it but her sister really seems to take it seriously i'm close to telling her that if it bugs her so much she can move out am i the asshole Listen nope. up, you freeloading blue-haired piece of shit. You leave this dude alone. Right. You're a worm. Yeah. yeah. She's actually the worm. Exactly. He has a great connection with his kids. Mm-hmm. He spent a ton of like bonding time. I bet his kids like look up to him so much. Family tight knit. The problem the sister in law's having is that it's a, it's a successful nice nuclear family and she can't handle it congrats well, on saying we're nuclear right not a lot of people i ain't no that. george w I'm so proud of you zach 
Nuclear. <laughs> Nuclear. <laughs> well, That'll before she dropped out of college for her husband where it didn't work out, she probably took a psychology <laughs> class. At, yeah. Like her, her local community college where she learned all about how these things affect children in a very negative She's way, especially coming from these traditionally masculine father figures, which are right. just the worst. Right. Mm. So, yeah. I mean, she's probably like right. a worm. Yeah. Uh, we have to tie this somehow back to the patriarchy and racism somehow. I'm just trying to figure yeah. it out. Well, he was able to buy a house free virus. So, true. Probably, and he's older. So, he's probably got like boomer money. Mm. There we go. And all boomers are racist. He stole there we go. We're done. The poor. Yeah. It is. We solved it. Yeah. You know, you need <laughs> yeah. A, yeah. That's it. He's probably Second forcing his wife to play this game from this whole mm-hmm. racist cartoon that he used to watch because we all know all old cartoons. Actually, a lot of those old cartoons are pretty racist. Dude, it's, it's um, pretty wild. They're, they're tough to watch. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Some bad so ones prove a point, there, You're dude. like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, I'm with the hippies on this one. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you kind of understand some people, you know, when uh, you realize what they used to watch as children. It's like, there's like no fucking wonder you're a terrible human, you know? Very true. Yeah. I have one more. I have one more. I've got no more. Oh. Unless Trent has unless, a personal unless Trent, one. Trent has stories about times he was an asshole. I mean, I just talk about things that I... Um, let me see. So, you want to talk about sexual assault training in the military and how many times I didn't go? Let's Let's do it. That makes you a hero. That is a red dot response. Uh, So this is like a two part story. One of the stories is, and and I don't know the exact numbers, but I think I only made it to like those training events maybe twice in my career. Fun story. If you just wait long enough, you fall off of one email chain and you just get added to the next year's email chain of people Mm -hmm. that are apparently super rapey because they don't go to your stupid training. That's right. Um, Also, one time, so we were, we were doing training one time when I was at Hurlburt, and our first sergeant was uh, tasked with doing this. She was like the acting first sergeant, so it's a female in front of a room full of us dudes. Mm-hmm. And she's doing this, this like, you know, don't don't rape people training, right, which was apparently a huge problem. And we were all just like joking and laughing at her and all this other stuff. And, and she at one point stopped and got mad at me because I was kind of like the ringleader of my little group of dudes or whatever, just like kind of making fun of the, the entire situation. And we had a secretary at the unit and everybody has a secretary at, or someone at their unit that holds everything together. Right. Mm-hmm. And the secretary is like this, like 55 year old lady or whatever she was. And she, like, without her, we all would have gone to jail for like GTC fraud or whatever, you know, like, cause yeah. she just held everything together and she was wonderful right. and we loved her. So she got upset that we were making fun of this training. Cause like, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not running around raping anybody. Like I'm spending 330 days away from my family. Like we're constantly mm-hmm. deployed and doing all those other things. And uh, she got mad and she looked at me. And she's like, well, what if someone did something to the, the secretary lady? I don't want to say her name because I don't want to embarrass her. And, you know, in case yeah, you've yeah. heard about it. Of course. And I remember I just stopped and I looked at this first sergeant and I said, well, we would kill them and you would never find the body. I'm like, Fact. this is how seriously we take this. Like, you think that we're not taking this seriously. The fact of the matter is we take this way more seriously than this stupid slideshow that you have up. So if anybody ever touched a hair on this lady's head, their body would disappear and you'd never find them. And everybody, like all the heads around me were just like, and like, I think like she just couldn't understand 
yeah who she was talking to so does that make me an asshole for for not caring no. about the stupid training no no one cares about that training at all yeah. honestly like put together that train was just put together so the air force can like when it does happen check a box. Like, well well we, see we, we told, told them uh, the person who did it not part of our force anymore than a person so well cool. yeah that's yeah. why all those hr trainings exist right but that's yeah. a classic example of not not reading the fucking room basically yeah like not to like put too fun a point on it but you're like you're literally in a room of killers Mm-hmm. You know, like, what do you yeah. think is going to happen if someone touches our favorite human on this planet? You know, besides right. like our wives and kids or whatever, we're like in that unit, like she does mm-hmm. our DTS for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Leave her alone. Greatest, yeah. Yeah, greatest human on earth. Like Fact. she loves everything. Yeah. Like yeah. commanders come I and go. We don't DTS. care. Like, cause we got the lady <laughs> yeah. in the front office that takes care we of do. all of us. She was all of our mom. Exactly. We decorate her so. office door at Christmas. Fuck everybody yeah. else. Yeah. She was amazing. Yes. Dude, I have so, one DTS person like that ever in my, in my career. The rest of the people that were supposed to do that shit sucked at it. It's really? crazy. Yeah. Facts. They didn't want to do it. They were never there. That kind of thing. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Just, that's tragic. All right. This is the last one I got. The last one I got. Am I the asshole for taking my girlfriend's lasagna when she said I could? My girlfriend and I are both college students. She lives in an apartment on her own, and I live with my parents. On Sunday, my girlfriend made homemade lasagna for our date night. She made everything from scratch, including the noodles. It was really good, so after we finished, I asked if I could take lasagna home for my family to try. She said yes. When I left that night, I took the tray of lasagna with me. My girlfriend didn't walk me out, so she didn't see me take the tray. (laughs) On Monday, I got it. Bro, yeah. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) For real. On Monday, I got a text from my girlfriend asking where her lasagna was. I told her I had taken it home for my family. She said, I thought you were going to take some, not the whole thing. I spent most of my food budget for the week with on it with the intention to eat leftovers for the rest of the week. Now I don't know what I'm going to eat. I felt bad and apologized, but pointed out that I had asked her if I could take it home, and she didn't tell me that I couldn't take the whole tray. She said it should have been obvious that I should just take some for my family to be fair to her it was really it was a really big tray my family is a family of five and only just finished the tray yesterday after eating it for dinner both nights but i don't think the size of the tray makes it obvious that i shouldn't take it monday night and last night my girlfriend complained that she had to eat instant noodles for dinner so that she wouldn't blow her food budget today she's asking me if i can buy her a sandwich since i took her leftovers for the week it sucks that she can't Excuse me. It sucks that she spent her food budget on lasagna, but I think it's her fault for not being clear that I shouldn't take the whole thing. I don't think it's justified to ask me to buy her lunch because of it. She called me an asshole for not being willing to help her out. Am I the asshole? This is another situation where I think they're both right. And bro, like you got a leg up on what it's like being married. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. like, welcome to like how men and women think differently, but like. I feel like this guy went a little too far with trying to justify his actions. And when she's like, buy me a sandwich, he should have bought her a sandwich. That would have resolved a lot of it right there. Yeah. This is, this is like the classic, you're never going to escape the husband wife dichotomy that it's going to constantly come up. It's like, if you're not asking questions to clarify, you're in the wrong. But if you ask too many questions, then you are, you're in the wrong. It's like, what the fuck am I supposed to, you just try to exist. That's what happens. You just gotta be okay with it damned if you don't buy the sandwich that's the that's the lesson here 
Yeah. No. If you had a bro that you were roommates with and you made that mistake or, or friends with, and this he was like, bro, point. can you buy me a sandwich? Cause like, sorry, like I, I thought I was going to have lasagna and I'm like, but the bro probably would have like, this is just the way the communication happens a little bit differently. Like he would have been like, I spent all the money on that. Honestly, I thought you were going to take like half that tray and I was going to have it for leftovers. He'd be like, of course, man, I'll buy you a sandwich. My bad. Right. My bad. Take but like the lasagna was amazing. Two foot longs. But like, because it's like a, a, a boyfriend girlfriend thing and they're both being emotional about it is why they can't just get past this. And why this dude who being a young guy, like I get it. And like in your brain, it's not fully formed. And like, you think like a dude, like that's why you're being stubborn right now. And right. like in this situation, I think you shouldn't be. I just think the only part about this that makes him the asshole is the not buying the sandwich thing. And I just find it hilarious that he's like, nah, you can just fucking starve, dude. I'm not, <laughs> this is your fault for buying and making me dinner. <laughs> it's like, uh, this is one of those where you, when your friend asks you for relationship advice and you're like, just break up with her. But to be fair, mm-hmm. he's in college today. So right. he's being taught that like misogyny and the patriarchy and all these things are terrible and evil. Mm-hmm. So this isn't really his fault because he would be a bad human if he didn't force her just to be a strong, independent woman. Really? You're just encouraging the right behavior at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why would Listen, she rely on him for anything? She doesn't need why, that. Yeah. This is a lesson for you, Becky. Don't come to the patriarchy for a sandwich. Make your own. Mm-hmm. Make yeah. your own sandwich. You know? I feel bad for the guy, though. He's never going to get that lasagna ever again because he's going to hold that grudge for the rest of her life. And That's true. Probably never make that lasagna ever again. Dude, if they got married and 10 years down the road, he was like, look, can you just make it? She'd be like, anniversary, right. I want the lasagna. She'd be like, she'd be like no. I want a sandwich and just walk out. <laughs> right. Yeah. Probably, bro. Chicks don't forget it. They're like elephants. They don't forget anything. And don't ever compare your girl to an elephant. Well, like I just. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All kinds of good advice here. All kinds of good advice. Yeah, exactly. But but she's always, she should learn from this too. Like dudes' brains work different, Mm -hmm. you know? Like if he's like, can I take the lasagna home? And in her mind, she's like, yeah, of course you can take like a little bit home. Like Mm -hmm. if you don't say that, like your boyfriend is the smartest, dumbest person you will ever be with or Mm -hmm. whoever your boyfriend or husband is. Like they're all smart idiots. Like, yeah, sometimes they need clarification. It's true. So, there it is. I mean, that that's the best answer because there's so many times where I said something and my wife thinks I mean one thing and I mean another. And when the thing happens, we're both like, I thought you meant, I thought you meant. And then, you know, you just got to find somebody that's cool with you being the dumbest smart person ever. Mm-hmm. And if they're cool yeah. with you being the dumbest smart person ever, then you're going to be all right. You know? But in relationships, I was going to say, in relationships, you have to realize that you're not in the other person's head. Like, there's mm-hmm. times where my wife, Natsumi, yeah. she'll just start saying something, and she doesn't realize that the first half of what was in her brain, I didn't hear. So she's just going, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I don't have context, I don't understand where this started, you got to back it up. And yes, I think you have to understand that. If you don't say it specifically to the person the way you want it to be perceived, then they're just it's up for interpretation. Dude, the thing is, guys, again, if you're married, you'll understand this. You just want to be told exactly what you want us to do, and we will do it. Just fucking tell me what you want, and I'll do it. The problem is, is women don't know what they want sometimes, and then you have to figure it out, yeah. and then you're wrong anyway. The, the 
Yeah. And women can think about like six things at once, right? They can. And we, we have no idea how that works because the way a guy's brain works is like I bring a box to the front with one thing. Yeah. I was about to bring mm-hmm. up the box analogy. And until I'm done with that one, like that's it. That's all that's going on. And then, like, it goes away until another one comes up. Like, but I don't have like eight things going on at once. I have no idea what's going on. And I, like, if you're inferring something, like, my brain doesn't work like yours does. I have no yeah. idea what you're talking about. Like, please mm-hmm. be specific. It would One be of the best analogies I heard for it is opening a door to like a, a crowded room of like junk, right? And that guys look at that room full of junk from that POV of through the door. But women have the ability to hover over the top of all the junk and see all of it at the same time. And as opposed to you are looking at like individual things and some shit's hidden behind other things. So you don't see it. And I heard that. And I think that's, that's a pretty good way of uh, explaining it. But I have to admit that I was the asshole for not having a certain conversation with Trent. And I know his feelings were hurt because he commented on a post, oh, wow. he says, "I can't." He said, "I can't believe you guys had this conversation without me." Yeah, and uh, so in one of the reels I put up, Zach and I, you were talking, you and I were talking about whether or not angels are aliens, and mm. is, that, is that is that the one, yeah. Trent? And he's like, "I can't like, believe you guys." Yeah, if we're the aliens, right? Mm-hmm. That's it. If we're the aliens, right, right, right. Yeah, and you guys had a whole conversation, and I was like, "What the? F- what's wrong with you guys? I'm right here. All you have to do is call." It, well, I and mean, then I have to like make arrangements to stay up late because I'm in Central Time and you're in Pacific Time. Well, all these other well, things. I think I think we should hear if Trent accepts your apology or not, or if you're just the asshole. And then, true, we can end it there and tease a future episode with Trent where we kind of go more in depth about aliens. First of all, you should have known that I was going to be hurt by this. You're right. I don't know how you didn't know. And then I want your very specific apology, and I will judge whether or not that you are sincere. And then okay. we'll, we'll go from there. Okay, here we go. The floor is yours. Thank you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we've gathered you here today uh, for this important message. Um, Trent, I know what kind of man you are. I know all the weird things that you like to talk about, like us. And uh, when I came up with those questions for that popcorn podcast, I should have known. This question was going to hit. And when I put that reel up, it was going to hit a certain person a lot differently and a lot deeper than uh, than a few other people, right? And um, I didn't take take it into consideration and the unintended consequences of my decision. And it's my decision not taking responsibilities that hurt your feelings. And and I'm so sorry. So sorry. You are uncomfortably good at apologizing to people. Now I feel just yeah. weird about this. I don't know what to do now. You're well. I could. You want me to apologize for that? No, no, that. Oh, never okay. again. Jeez, bro. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I had, I had a childhood. It's like I have to start squirting tears. Like ah, yeah, right? he loves me. He's actually sorry. It's true. I do love you. I've been married I mean, for a while, so no one's apologized to me in years. <laughs> You're probably gonna have to apologize for that comment too. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah. He's like, she I've already, re- I've already prepped. She, she doesn't Dude, listen, and it's the truth though. Like, because like you, you can be like. She's like, I don't listen to anything. And of course, the one thing that she will catch mm-hmm. on Instagram or somewhere else is like the one she's like, what do you mean by that? I'm like, you know, I'm just wait until Brandon clips just that. I was just going to say, I'm going to clip this. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to tag your personal page, the podcast like, page. 
I'm going to be on Reddit being like, so I made an offhand comment about my right marriage asshole. on a <laughs> podcast, <laughs> and now I'm living in the streets. Like, right. am I the it's asshole? The like, exactly. I showed up at, at Brandon's door being like, "You, I have to move into your guest bedroom. Like, That's this right. is your he fault. He shot me with a shotgun. Well, he, would, <laughs> I quit. he wouldn't let me. He wouldn't let me unless we played Slim Jim Chicken. <laughs> Which nobody lost. Which Huge nobody surprise. lost. Right. <laughs> Total surprise. Caught everybody off guard. And then his wife moved out. Now it's our house. <laughs> his beard is so scratchy. <laughs> is Zach the asshole? What? <laughs> exactly. exactly. Right. How is this Zach's fault? fault? It is. It's always Zach's fault. <sighs> well, I think, yeah. a, yeah. I think that's a good time to leave everyone on the edge of their seats for a potentially uh-huh. future popcorn podcast with Trent. Yeah, man. Like uh, you guys want to talk about aliens? You know, you know, I love Dude, aliens. We we could we should just you know have you on as our guest commentator on all alien related topics. And you can just come on. Okay. We should yeah. do that. Trent, when he comes on for the alien episode, to look like that. Like, can you like make your hair all weird and stuff? And I want you to come we, on and just go. Dude, my hair aliens. is actually it's pretty long. We have to have he has to have like a nickname for it, like extra terrestrial something. Extraterrestrial something. <laughs> I'm trying to see if my hair is long enough to be crazy. That looks out of regs. It doesn't okay. matter First anymore. Of all, regs are bullshit, right? <laughs> like, dude, who? Again, read the room, Zach. Who are you talking to? I did read the room. That's why I said it because I knew he would say a snarky comment. I just don't Jeez, get how Brandon, once ready doesn't. Ha- room, no. <laughs> I don't. I don't get how once ready doesn't have a pomade sponsorship. You know, you guys Except- did. Yeah, so the, it's a long story, but there was an Adaregs pomade. That was the name, Adaregs with an S. Yeah. Oh, I, I actually had. I bought their. I have. A, I have two shirts, and I used to buy their their pomade all the time. The Halloween spice one with the with with a was it Michael Myers? I miss it. I miss it. Yeah. Yeah. So that dude was super awesome, but he ended up, you know, career and some other stuff that happened with the company, and so it was a really sad story. But like, we can't. You know, like Nick Kumalatsos, I think, is, is loosely associated with like a hair care product brand or whatever. Johnny Slicks or whatever. But like, I think mm-hmm. it's one of his buddies that runs that. But I'm like, I don't know. Like, I just miss out of regs, you know? It makes me sad. Yeah, it's like one of those things where it's like your dog dies. So you have a hard time replacing it with another dog. And you got to wait like five or six years before it feels okay to bring another dog into the equation. That kind of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think we might just have to buy the company from the guy and, and gin it back up. And make it happen. I I I wear those t-shirts all the time, and I actually still have a couple of their Halloween, like Halloween spice, whatever they called it, pomade. Mm -hmm. That shit's awesome. When he had like Dirty Mike, he had all the best stuff. The salt spray, the salt spray, dude. I love the salt spray, man. Out of regs with an S, come back, please. We miss you. The world needs you. Regs with a Z. The world does need you. Yeah, the guys with a Z are different. They are. He had like the best. It's like he hired like somebody who lived in the mountains to take all the photos for his shit too. They're always yep. really good photos. Yeah, his story is yeah. not mine to tell. He was, I think, he was on our podcast. So if you guys want to really? dig back through the archives, if you're listening, there's a a ones ready uh, episode with the the founder and and proprietor of Adaregs Pomade. I have to listen to it. Yeah, I met him. He like he met you know my daughter and I out for lunch one day. He was very pleasant. Person. That's cool. It was awesome. Yeah, good, good, good human being. He made good palm great hair. Yeah, with gray hair. The sea, the sea salt spray was awesome. Yeah, yeah. The t-shirts are super soft. Yeah. Anyway, so like, hey, if you're listening and you have suggestions for ones ready for a a small boutique 
pomade brand that <laughs> is veteran owned and mm. they're not a douchebag, give us a suggestion, please. Because we yeah. actually could use. We do have a, a an official um, uh, whiskey or distillery uh, coming on board soon. You do? Mm. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Here first. Yeah. Well, I think actually I don't know if we dude. The worst part is like I don't know if we released that episode yet where we teased that. So like I have no mm. idea. Oh, just like give away the farm. I don't know. This is a Dread River. It's it's going to be mm. a thing. It's awesome. That is cool. We're very excited about it. I love whiskey. Is that what you were sipping? Yeah, except I'm drinking uh, a little bit of Weller tonight. Mm. Word. Okay. I'm well, not that fancy, but whatever. You don't have to be fancy, man. Dude, I just... Buffalo Trace is like the number one thing I go to most of the time. I like Buffalo Trace. Yeah, like Buffalo's always everyday good. Pour. That's what I... Yeah. It's classic. Buffalo's perfect. So, like, if anybody's, like, curious about whiskey, right? Like, mm-hmm. always keep a, a bottle of at least Buffalo or maybe Eagle Rare, one of those two, mm-hmm. in, in your house. For when mm-hmm. people come over, if they're not huge whiskey people, don't let them mix it with Coke, obviously, because that yep. receives the death penalty. But if someone's <laughs> like, ah, I like whiskey, okay. Like, Buffalo Trace and, like, Eagle Rare, like, anything from there, it's, 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 that's solid. Definitely. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a good go-to. You could bring that to somebody's house and everybody will be okay with it kind of thing. Whereas if you show up with, like, a 20-year a Speyside Scotch, not everybody's going to be okay with that. You know? No. Like a, know. like a base Lafrogue or whatever. And right. Just yeah. Like, there's a time when I appreciate it, but like I know nobody else wants to drink this like fire right. smoky peat peat. with me tonight. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, dude. I had somebody brought I don't even remember what it was some scotch to Christmas last year, and it was too much for me. I was like, dude, this is holy crap. I feel like I'm drinking lighter fluid. It was terrible. You're actually clean shaven right before you drank it, and like beard. <laughs> right. Boom. Yep. It grew that the chest hair. You know, like just doubled. <laughs> And all the other hair. You know, I've got like hair in places that monkeys don't right now. So it's pretty bad. You should lay on top of your covers so that someone can see it when they walk into your room. Yeah. Totally. See? I like it. This episode needs a disclaimer. Get a lock for your door. Yeah. There's a lot of... Yeah. <laughs> don't... We bounce around a lot of subjects. You know what I yeah. mean? Don't show your dick to your, your friend's girlfriend. Everybody would probably but come you out wish right. it was your girlfriend. It's right. weird that we have Jesse's to say girl. it out loud, you know, it but is like, weird. someone has to say it. Right. Just stop, guys. Stop doing it's, it. It's weird that I've had to ask you to put pants on more than once. <laughs> it's such a great movie. <laughs> it is a great movie. <laughs> Just All the right. first one. Yeah, I agree. All right, guys. Thank you, Trent, for joining us for the Am I, Am I the Asshole episode. Uh, everybody, thanks for listening. We have a new sponsor. Speaking of sponsors, I just want to say real fast. Yep. Uh, another coffee sponsor. Um, so for everybody who hasn't paid attention to the page, you no longer have association with Red Clover Coffee. Um, so not that there's there was a problem, just just not with them anymore. And uh, so, but if you like good coffees, go and support another veteran-owned business. Skull and Crossbeans is a pirate-themed coffee company. Fire ten for ten percent off your coffee purchase. Do it or walk the plank. Do it or walk the plank. So, yar. Yar. Exactly. All right, guys. You guys have a good night. Bye.